Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code KINDOFUNNY at checkout to get 10% off. Kevin Coelho is a cool dude. I get to see. I can just. We can. You can leave this in there. Slowly fade up your face right now. There it is. That's Kevin, everybody. He's a cool dude. Fade it out. Squarespace. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm well. You're looking dashing today. Thank you. Oh, you know that. I don't know if, I, I don't know if someone, it's, it's possible to look dashing in shorts. That's the thing. I think the, the shorts take years off your life in a good Do way. They? In a good way. I'm back to like you what? Look junior high. You're like super young. You're eight, seven, you're, eight you're, years old. The shorts like are taking years off his life? In a good way. You know, it's like you're back in your back here, you're young, you're back your young SoCal days out mm, there. Just hanging out by the pool, exactly. relaxing all cool. Exactly. <laughs> Matt Scarpino's going to come in soon, say something stupid. Yeah, something horrible. We're going to drink. drink. Over there, the pure one, Tim Gettys. Well, that's the most. And rounding out the bunch, the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Go Islanders. Go Islanders. Islanders. Is that an Islander shirt? It is. No. Advanced like it's 1993? Yeah. It's the last time we won a playoff series. Mm. It's a long time ago, Tim. You see? Yeah. You understand ah. his rage. Are they doing okay now? Is that a thing? They're up two to one in their series. First oh. of four wins. Oh shit! Yeah. Congrats. I really Thanks. hope. Well, that's the thing. Is this like, is long over. By the way. we're so far ahead yeah, of know, right? recording. Like this, they'll be in the second round of the bayout by the time anyone even hears this. It's like we're broadcasting from Mars. Yeah, it is. And the signal's taking so long to get back. And Matt Damon's there, and he's growing potatoes. <laughs> that's all he does. That's all he does. That's what Matt Damon Matt does. Damon. What are what he's doing right now? I think he's making Two chicks same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Matt Damon does all the no, time. Or hanging out with his four kids. And his wife. Making potatoes. Is that what he calls kids? Mm-hmm. Potentially. <laughs> or he's doing another Bourne movie. Because they're all jacked no, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, they're they probably can't. done with them. I thought they just, yeah, but they're doing another one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks cool. He can't get away from it. Well, it's the role that made him a superstar. No. Everyone thought Goodwill Hunting did it. No. It was Born. Born Identity? Born. All I remember from the Born Identity movie is the car chase in the first one and when he hit the good dude in the throat with the book in the first mm-hmm. one. And that then in cool. the second one when the, his girlfriend's head got blown off. See, that's awesome. That's more than you remember from most movies. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, speaking of movies. Yeah. Real quick. Saw two of them this weekend. Oh, Aaron and I rented um, Spotlight. Oh, what'd you think? It was very good. I don't think it was like Academy Award winning Spotlight. Won, it I, I know. Picture, yeah. it's the, there's no way. No. Also, Mark Mark Ruffalo, was that yeah. his name? I don't know that I know him in many, many movies, but the way he is in that movie was like, like uh, it seemed like overacting. Is that the way he always is? No, I think they were they had done some research with the actual people and I think he was trying to mimic You know what of, I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I mean they they he was trying to play the character, I think. The Boston accents were pretty on point though. I uh I will say. And then then and then the next night I rented Concussion, which oh, was, how was that? which was it was no. fine. It was the fact that people were in an uproar about Will Smith not being nominated for an Academy Award for that yeah. is laughable. He it wasn't like that good. The tell the truth line is like so awkward. Like the when he's like tell the truth. Tell the, the truth. truth. Yeah, I didn't see. I'm it. trying to do my best. Will Smith that doing that best actor. Yeah, yeah, I will say though that the real quick about that. There's a front line, a two hour front line about that doctor. That's way better than the movie. And you I, can and you could find it. I think probably for free or for like a dollar ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah, I probably would rather watch. But there's that. no Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah, it's a big issue. Who played Roger Goodell? Uh, Luke Wilson. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Really? I'll take yeah. it. I'll take this thing. 
Tim, what movies did you watch this weekend? Didn't watch any movies this weekend. Oof. No. I watched... My friends watched The Jungle Book. What'd they think of it? It's supposedly really good. How many mama nas? I want to see it. I'm hearing amazing things about Christopher Walken. So There's a cowbell in it. It's got a lot of Mowgli. good rate or get a high Rotten Tomatoes rating. I saw, yeah, like really high. People really, really like it. Like okay. in the '90s, I think. Yeah. I started. I s- well, I'm sorry. Continue. No, because I'm going to be the finish. So you go. I started watching a show called The Girlfriend Experience on uh, Stars. I want to say, really good. Mm. It's based on a Steven Soderbergh movie with Sasha Gray. Yeah, and the Another movie didn't movie, do very yeah. well, but they decided to make a series out of it, starring I think Elvis's granddaughter, which is crazy. Lisa Marie's daughter. Daughter. Okay. Um. And she's phenomenal in it, and it is just a fucked up. Like, what is it? Is it what was? I forget the movie. She was a call girl. She was an escort. She, was I, I never saw the movie. Truth be told, sure. um, but this one, she is a law student, and to pay for her school, she is basically a high priced escort. Mm. Um, but it goes a little deeper than that into like her the chick in the West Wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly like that. But yeah. it goes it goes deeper into sort of like why she's doing it, and it has more less to do with paying for stuff, and more to do with like she's yeah. just kind of. Are you, into it? Are you talking about Ainsley Ames? Is that who? no? There's no. She's the no, no. She's the lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Mallory, Mallory, Mallory. Yeah. Mallory was the I've seen a lot of Sasha Gray movies that go really deep. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're all classics. They go deep in a lot of. <sighs> a lot, a lot of if you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunny, where you can get every episode early, along with a bunch of exclusive perks and goodies. If you have no bucks Ooh. to toss our way though don't worry head to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we post the show topic by topic day by day until the entire thing posts is one big video and mp3 for free the following friday also remember kind of funny live is just around the corner may 28 and 29 here in san francisco please go to kind of funny.com slash tickets get your tickets vip seats have been added more vip seats more vip i should say which will probably be gone by the time you hear this probably hopefully yeah if everything's going all right why are we recording so far ahead of time so that we have shows ready to go in all the times and we don't worry about I don't like it. it. You don't we're, like anything. We're about, about to very quickly hit a point where no, we'll like be it. too busy to record a show. So it bounces out. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I just feel like it's too far away from publish. It's too far. I don't like talking and not having it published for ten days or something like that. It's no good. Let's not do it anymore. You want to stop now? Are you are you worried that something important will happen and then people will well, be like, I like Why the game over Greg about that important thing? I like the game over Greggy show to be a little more nimble in case something interesting happens. Because what if something really bad or good or something happens and we can talk about it and then everyone's like, Well, why'd you ignore that? Because like, we recorded this, this shit ten days this, ago. Push this episode up. And then this episode's seventeen days old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why yeah. does it matter? I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> <laughs> My topic's birthday parties. Uh, Suck. Yeah, I know you're not a fan. That's the thing. My birthday. <laughs> coming up mm-hmm. yeah i should do something for my birthday yes i don't know what do i do though i don't know what to do well, it's so easy when you were a kid birthday parties we're gonna go to enchanted castle we're gonna eat some shitty pizza mm-hmm. a robot dinosaur is gonna talk to you his name's toby it's slightly creepy but i wish you happy birthday you go play the superman arcade machine everybody has a good time great you're doing enchanted castle goes out of business you go to galaxy world galaxy world down. goes out of business <laughs> leaps and bounds is where you go wow you remember leaps and bounds no i don't you ever heard of discovery zone Oh, oh, oh God! Leaps yeah. and Bounds was the better Discovery Zone. Fuck you! It was like nothing the, is better than Discovery Zone. It was Zone. the originator. It was the originator, and Discovery Zone came and ripped it off. Is everything better? Does. I mean, did they, you have a jungle? No, we didn't have a jungle. You didn't have the jungle? No, we just had tubes everywhere. God, I feel so tubes bad for you. To, what, wait, is the jungle a different thing, or is that in Discovery Zone? The jungle was like their competitor. Oh no, no, I've never heard of the jungle. But that might have been outside of my age bracket. But I don't think it was. I don't know. Leaps right. and Bounds was the shit. You went there, you had a good time. 
you put you trapped kids in the tubes and you farted in the tubes and you had the kids trapped in the tubes. It was great. What was the din- I'm sorry, what was the dinosaur called? Toby. Toby from Enchanted Castle. What up, Lombard, Illinois? Toby the dinosaur. No, that's not right at all, actually. Lombard, Illinois as well. But there, there, there was that. And then I feel like when we were younger, it was easy as well. Let's go to a bar and get bombed. Let's go out and have a party at the house. Let's do something like that. And now I'm old and I'm just like, I don't know. You're doing it wrong, Greg. What am I doing wrong? There's a couple things here. First off, the like Chuck E. Cheese is still around. Like... We're, we could still do that. Everything you just said. But I don't want shitty happen. pizza anymore. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I want good pizza. Yeah, you and dude. Kevin are the fucking. I thought I knew you. No, you guys are Templeton the Rat. Just you'll eat anything. I see you at the mall all the time just eating fucking garbage food. And you're excited about oh. it. You're excited <laughs> Yo. about it. Whoa, Panda Express. Hey, dude. Shout out to Panda, bro. I like Panda. Um, But then the other thing is it's like the, the birthday is, is easy. It's like if you want to do something, you just need to let it be known. Then everyone else handles it. So it's like if you want to do something, we'll handle it. We'll make something happen. Then you just need to show up. That's easy as fuck. Uh, I can't make anything happen. No, I know. I know you're not coming. Well, I, I'm not coming. Colin's not planning this party. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see an adult birthday party planned by Colin. Yeah, no. I rallied I mean, everyone to go to Kentucky for my 30th birthday. I'm not completely stupid. No, no. I mean, for me, though, on the fly right now, oh, we'd, go, no. we'd go to Hops and Hominy and come home. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like a perfect night. Okay, but that's the thing, night. though. I'm like, 31 years old. What do you want from me? Too extravagant. Like, it is just hanging out. Like, the, the you were saying when you're younger, you just go to a bar and shit. That's all it needs to be. It doesn't even need to be that. Yeah, but do, 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 but do I still enjoy that? But that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just switch it up. Let's just, like, remember when we had a bunch of people over here to play Smash Bros? Yeah. That was fucking fun. Yeah. We could do that for your birthday. Mm-hmm. doesn't even need to be Smash Bros. It could be, we can have a fucking Vita party for you, Greg. Would oh, that thank make you. you yeah, happy? if everybody can come play Freedom Wars, yeah. help me get that plat. You know? That platy plat. That'd be, that'd be something. That'd be, that would be something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just think people being in in a room is cool. Well, yeah, that's true. But this is that's our job. We're in a room all the time. Together. I know, but more people and like I'm not, not just more people. Four, sometimes five people. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm talking at least fifteen people. Okay. Yeah. Nick, do you Max still love 20. birthday parties? I don't. I haven't done anything for my birthday. <laughs> I, I don't like doing things for my birthday. My wife well, was kind enough to organize a dinner last year, and it was fun. Um, but my preference is to do nothing and treat it like it's just another day. Sure. I don't enjoy particularly enjoy the going out for drinks i think i like tim's suggestion of a house party i think that's always a fun idea i also like uh, colin's suggestion of a nice dinner mm-hmm. for your birthday which is always good um i just don't have did you ever it. like them when did you fall out of love with birthdays uh i don't think i've ever liked actually having a birthday party i like going to other people's birthday parties but i don't like the pressure of receiving gifts i don't like the pressure of people giving you attention that day for do some, we still do the gifts though as adults that's the other thing people do like my yeah. brother my but brother still gets me gifts man. and it's it's great he, he he he's the only person that you know thinks of me in that in that way but i always Period. feel bad just the only person <laughs> who thinks of me but you know i always feel bad because i don't get people gifts i'm like i'm you know 36 you're in your 30s too like I, why, do you need me to get you something like do you need a starbucks card it's a, it's all it's the thought that counts but at the same time i just don't there's so much made about birthdays that i just don't quite understand and like to me it's always been about do you get to spend do i get to spend time with people that i like Mm -hmm. and then what's the easiest like the path of least resistance to making that happen if i could have people over to my house that's probably the easiest thing because i don't have to fucking go out you can wear shorts it's great you can wear shorts pizza watch movies just hang out sounds like a blast sure but i get yeah crowd me into a bar and yell like who do we go out for uh Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Whose birthday was last time? We went to someone's birthday, and it was fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I actually had a lot of fun. Um, but it took a monumental effort for me to be like, I'm going to go to the Upper Hate, which is a place I haven't been to in like 10 years, for no reason, just because it's kind of far. You know, it's across the city. Sure. Yeah, you got it's things to do. It's another two-minute cab ride past where I normally go. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I just and, and I just I'm at a point in my life also where I just don't feel like getting bombed ever, you know? Yeah. Like the last couple times I've gone out to drink, I've had a cocktail. I mean, a, a glass of wine I think I've switched over to because it's easier on my system. But even now I'm like I don't really want to drink anymore. I don't want to I don't want to live in excess anymore like we used to in our youth. I'd rather just spend But you're going time with, to, right? I will. When we go to VidCon, you're still going to drink. Yeah, I mean, I'll go to the parties and I'll have a cocktail, but I don't I don't feel the need to get so bombed that I have to justify the late night eating at Denny's, right? Let's just go to Denny's. You just, want it, yeah. well, that's what <laughs> you just like, want it to happen. Oh, yeah, I, mean, like, I really, I, I came to a conclusion a while back that largely the reason I was over drinking or, or consuming more than, you know, two drinks of alcohol was because I liked the path that it set me along for that night. The path of sort of that gluttony where you're like, well, so this is how it would go for me. I'm like, I'm not going to smoke tonight. I'm just going to have one drink. But if I had a second drink, I'd be like, ah, cigarette sounds really, really good. And then I'm like, well, I've already smoked and had drink and had Fuckers. four drinks. So let's go get something after this let's go get pizza let's go get hot dogs whatever it doesn't matter and then you wake up the next day bloated hungover and feeling like someone's sitting on your chest because you've smoked an entire pack of cigarettes so but that's just my life i mean you guys probably handle your your business a little bit better than i do <laughs> i tend to i tend to i tend to go toward the vices fucking head on like a rhino you gotta take them on. go through, through them um but yeah but so that, i mean that's my thing like you know as, as we get older and i prefer smaller groups of people too so mm. you can actually talk because i feel like when we were when we were younger the big party scene was fun because it was like there was an energy in like having that five second conversation with someone and then going on to the next thing and then everyone's blotted and then you're like, what's happening? You kind of don't remember everything. But after a certain point, you start remembering those conversations. You're like, they were terrible. They were very superficial. Well, they're they always not, the same, right? Yeah, what they're up to what's happening. What's yeah, this thing? It's, it's like, I don't know. Let's bring some close friends over that know what's happening in our lives and actually care. Sure. And that's that's my thing. Colin, did you ever like birthdays? You don't like them now, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, when I was young, I liked them. You used to go to birthday parties all the goddamn time. But I even had my own birthday parties and they were fun. Solarplex was a huge place on Long Island that was, I guess, similar to Discovery Zone and the that we used to go to. Um, that had all sorts of things. It was mostly, I was more into like arcade games and stuff like that than than playing, you know, physical games. Left that for the hockey rink, of course. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as I got older, I mean, it was just you know, in the, in your teens, people don't really have birthday parties, and you just kind of. Hang out. Then I start, start, started kind of hating my own birthday and I didn't celebrate. I mean, that's why on my 30th birthday, I, I made a point to like do something kind of extravagant because I'm like, I never, ever even acknowledge my birthday. If like, I, if I can go through my whole day without anyone knowing it was my birthday, it's perfect. And I never tell anyone like if someone always figures it out or knows that's close to me and like it's blows Facebook. it up. I never like go in and I'm like, it's my birthday. Today, just so you know. Like, you know it's, just, it's just a day that, you know, it's just a day. October 14, 1984. It was a monumental day. It was an important day, but it's just a day because you were born that day, right? Exactly, because that was the day that gave birth to your boy Colin M. Yeah. Birth of a nation, some would say. Um, so yeah, no, no. birthday, birthday, birthdays are <laughs> would, no, not, not, not a birth that. of a nation. They definitely wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, isn't Birth of a Nation the really racist really movie from the early 20th century? Here's my thing. I was going a different direction with it in that it is it's a monumental film. Very important. It's a very it's it's a remembered film. Yeah, but it's remember you know, what's wasn't this movie? like the first of a nation was D.W. Griffith, I think, is the first. It's about the KKK, that. isn't it? And yeah, it's it's a film, but it glorifies like the KKK. Before. But wasn't it the first film ever made? Like there was an actual like feature film. I think yeah, it might have yeah. been. So it was monumental. It was as an art. A it was birth of an art. Big moment for film. Mm-hmm. Colin Moriarty. <laughs> also a big moment. Colin Complex. Moriarty. Complex. A big moment for film. <laughs> Um, so no, I mean, I, I think birthdays are, are, you know, fun. I, I like if, if someone's into their birthday or you want to acknowledge someone's birthday, I think that's important, but, um, I can go, you know, the whole year without, you know, October 14, October 14 with no one knowing that it's my birthday. It's totally fine on those days, but someone always figures it out anyway. I generally forget 
legit forget. Like I used to make a joke about it. Like, oh, I forgot it's my birthday. And people were like, hey, happy birthday. Like, oh, I totally forgot. This last year, Daniel's like, you ready to go to dinner tonight? And I'm like, huh? Oh, it's my birthday, isn't it? That's weird. I actually forgot. Yeah. I actually forgot, which is weird. We don't even know what fucking day it is half the time. If it wasn't for us recording these shows, like I, the, the only reason I know today's Tuesday is because we're doing this show. Sure. Otherwise, this could be any day. Right. Because every day is just the same shit. Right. It's fucking Groundhog's Day in this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tim, what was your favorite birthday? My favorite? I mean, oh, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of birthdays, but I also I have a lot of issues with them as well. Like, you guys are bringing up points that I'm like, I agree entirely. Like, I don't like people getting me presents. Like, that bothers me. It feels uncomfortable. The let's sing happy birthday. Mm-mm. That song needs to go. I'm not down with it. I'm not down with the Chili's variation. I'm not down with anybody. Like, I don't like the group song thing when there's one person. It's just like, let's just embarrass this person. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with that. Have you a like restaurant they, look at you. Yeah. It's just like, and you're annoying everyone around you. Yeah, no one and likes it. Everyone Someone's trying to singing, break up over there. Kevin decides like it's funny to add the cha-cha-chas. No one likes the no, cha-cha-cha guy. The sounds like, like you'd add the cha no, You sound like a cha-cha-cha. No, Why are you saying that he sounds like a cha-cha-cha guy? Because I'm Latin. Oh, no. Yeah. You That's just made it racist. He does have the, he has the, the body and the physique of I a Latin tango dancer. You asshole. So, and then there's the, you know, Kevin's also the guy that like decides to, I'm going to scream it and make sure that my claps are super loud so that like everyone else in the restaurant realizes that, mm. yeah, it's their birthday. This is their fucking moment. Yo, you're a woo girl. That's what you are. You're a goddamn Kevin, how many Chevy's no, birthday hats do you have? No. <laughs> it strikes me as you'd have a lot. Um, I also love that you're yelling at us when your mic is clearly there. There you go. Let's pull that bad boy down. Why don't you just keep it on? Don't give him too much power. Too much work. Seems like more no work than turning it on and off. No, because then it picks up like background noise. That's true. And it's not, not as clean. I know the okay. audio fidelity specific is typically very good on the Game Over <laughs> show. But uh, I love birthdays besides that bullshit. Um, I, I just like excuses to create events out of things. If you sure. guys didn't know, it's kind of my thing. So it's like, I don't really, I could not care less about my birthday at all. But then it's like, oh, it's an excuse to do something and be extravagant and have people compliment me and be re- like, make everything about me. Yeah, there's nothing I enjoy more than that in my entire life. So it's like, all right, I'll take that, you know, but I also like that doing that for other people. But then again, it's like, it's, also just, it's an excuse to get together and do shit. I don't like the pressures of having to. I think mm. it's a nice option. It's an excuse to do something. It's not a something that I have to do. Because I don't like those people that are like, it's my birthday. I'm going to have a birthday week. You should do a potluck. I always love the potlucks. But you work here. <laughs> like, when are you going to cook something? <laughs> potluck. Well, we'll do a potluck lunch for your birthday. I'll bring in some tuna casserole. God, you'll, Jesus be, God. you'll be on desserts. You're on beverages. Kevin, you're on some sort of salad. Can I bring steak? And salad. But instead of that, can I just, can I just Yeah, you can bring steak. Fine. Then you're on, you're on salads. Done. All right. Sure. Your birthday's planned. Going to Costco. Don't bring a tuna casserole here. Under no circumstances, <laughs> oh, you're, you're allowed in with a tuna. You're tossing tuna cans around my kitchen I'm today. Throw that bad boy in there. It's gonna stink up the whole. Your, your upstairs uh, neighbors gonna be like, "What is that smell? It smells delicious." Like I used to smells like tuna. I used casserole. to eat tuna fish a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, until I realized that I was eating fish, and then I stopped eating it. <laughs> this happened sometime when I was. A, this happened sometimes when I was a teenager. Really? Someone, I was, I was like, I hate fish. And like, you eat tuna fish, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> It's got fish in the name. Oh, fuck. It doesn't make any sense, but it's true. It's a true story. I can never eat tuna fish ever again. Really? I love tuna fish. I liked it a lot. I used to eat it quite often, and I just can't. No, I can't do that now. I know that tuna fish is fish. My tuna fish flow has gone through an evolution over the course of my life. I've loved it since I was a kid. It started with just the normal tuna fish. Now I've gone to the albacore tuna fish. It's supposedly healthier. 
Then it used to just be mayo. Now it's mayo with relish and sometimes cranberries. If I have to do it, if I have to go like that. What do you mean if you have to? Cranberries are awesome. Put cranberries in there. Sometimes I feel like I don't want the extra sugar because the relish is sugary enough just to the taste. I don't need it to be that sweet. If if I'm putting it over as a a protein on some sort of salad, sometimes I'll throw the cranberries. No onion? You mix it in. I'll do my onion occasionally. Occasionally onion. Sometimes black olives. diced. Oh, that's too far for me. Sometimes tomatoes and onions. Tomatoes. Without the relish. It's good. Mm. Adds a little... uh, Birthdays have evolved a lot. When I was young, like you know, the Discovery Zones and all that stuff was kind of where it's at. arcades, really. Like, sure. What was that arcade that was uh, near the bowling alley? Scandia, something like that. Chica's. Anyway, th- it, it was just it was Scandia. simply an arcade. <laughs> those the places arcades, were like, I remember those places. It was great. Um, <laughs> so so it, was, it went from that, and then you kind of grow up, and then you go through that period where you're like, uh, I don't know, probably middle school area where middle school to high school birthdays just turn into like let's just find excuses to touch each other's private parts. Damn, like, that was a really fun birthdays. time. Those were good birthdays. Um, like a bunch of sleepovers. So this that was is like, like the, the gift from your sleepover uncle? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. <laughs> Real nice presents. Um, and then, yeah, then you get to like the college area, and that's that is. Then you just go yeah. to bars and shit. And we're then, underage. We're gonna have a house party and get wasted. We're overage. Yeah. We're gonna go out to the bars. Yeah, and then then yeah. Once you get past college, it, birthdays just become whatever you make of them. They sure. don't need to be anything, or they can be something. And I feel like we've done some we've done some damage. Kevin is a big fan of his birthday. His birthday, May 26th. It's usually Memorial Day. Is Kevin like one of those and girls that, that that wants the birthday month? No, Kevin's not one of those those girls. What are you talking about? What? Big fan of my birthday? What's yeah. the... What's I feel like for my birthday, I, I just... Little are you doing something kind of funny guys that makes the biggest deal out of his birthday without really saying much. Like, he makes sure everyone knows it's his birthday. And, like, he'll get mad at you no matter what you do or don't do about it. Mm. None of this is true. Oh, what, what is that Spanish true. birthday, like... It, quinceanera. Is, is, it, is it your quinceanera every year? Guys don't have quinceaneras. Should we throw you one this year? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll throw you a fucking quinceanera. I, I want to throw him a quinceanera and a debutante ball. A debutante ball. You guys yeah, do you realize. It's kind of funny live weekend. It's kind of funny live weekend. You can have the best quinceanera ever. <laughs> that he never got when he was young. I remember Kevin's first quinceanera that he had to go to and be a part of. And it was adorable seeing him in his little fucking suit having to learn the dances and shit. Didn't pan out. <laughs> was it one of those suits? Oh, that? I remember, yeah. What Didn't happened? she die? No, um, they were, like, it was going to be really expensive to rent the suit. And my dad was like, well, that's that sucks. Uh, so they didn't it. tell you about it. Instead, I'll just buy you a PSP a memory card. Yeah. Because, like, I'd rather spend the money on you than you going to that thing. But he did like, all the practicing, all right. though, and it was fucking Let me see a little yeah, bit of the right dance now, Give me some of the dance. Get in the middle of the room I have here. no idea. I Give me some of the see, dance. Let me see I don't even remember. I'll That's... sing you a traditional song. Have a nagila, have that's a King Sierra song, right? Why do I imagine Kevin is a bullfighter in this? Like that's that's what they he would have worn. That's like, the, that's to the wear. suit he was, needed yeah, to like wear. The, the high waisted sort of like a little tiny vest. See, that's the, the thing. It's because you're a racist. When we're talking about it, what was always <laughs> awkward for me was the family birthday I didn't say party. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the friend birthday party. <laughs> let's all go climb in the tubes and stuff and jump in the ball pits and you go. That's always that was fun. The arcade stuff. But then you had like the ones for the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles and da da da. da. And just, you're like all awkward. And that's what it is. Like everybody's gathered around and you got to act like you care about your presence. And stuff. Yeah. Whether you do or don't, you won't hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. I mean, see, that's different, though, because the family ones mean that, that the family birthdays are work, right? You go, you go to them. You have to go to these dinners, usually places you don't exactly want to be. And you're just kind of putting up with it. You got to deal with the shitty presents. But then you get the stack of cards and you start mm, opening those cards. Get the you, cash. Then you just you need to put on your best fake face. You just fucking roll with it. 
but you just you see you can feel that how big and thick that you read that the, you read is. the message before you look at the check yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and you, you have to you have to read it out loud thank Let's you so much this sure. is such a sweet oh, card oh oh great i'm so glad that great. this random person yeah thought, thought up these thoughts and you agreed with these thoughts to give this to me it's so nice i it do is. like buying birthday cards though I like to buy that. I like I, I I consider myself excellent at picking out the perfect birthday card <laughs> with the perfect sentiment inside, and it's usually just a dude in assless chaps. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I like to buy the dude, like the dude with no shirt on, yeah. cards for everyone every time. Very I usually buy the Spider Man or superhero ones. Cross out the you know your your great two year old and write in whatever somebody's ages. Because birthday cards are dumb. Cards are general racket. It's a oh, racket. I like racket. writing a good letter. But yeah, a good letter. Card, but a card, a card, it's a whole thing. It's like Valentine's Day. We were talking about that. Yeah. Fucking I don't celebrate Valentine's Bullshit. Day. Fuck Hallmark. Although bless them for having Golden Girls and Frasier on at 10 and 11 o'clock. God bless them. I, I like to think in some small way that everyone that supports Valentine's Day keeps Golden Girls on the air. And that makes me super happy. That was so, a weird move for Hallmark, right? Of like, man, we're doing really good at this card business. Let's have a TV network. Yeah. Probably not the smartest idea long term. But I bet, they're, rake, making, I bet they're raking it in though, dude. They, they have like a cult they got that a brand. follows... The Hallmark, yeah, the Hallmark movies. They have those Hallmark movies, and they are—they know exactly their audience they're catering to, and it is evil and twisted. Candace but Cameron Burr is in a lot of them. She's in a lot of them. Yeah. Not no more. She got that Netflix money. Mm, she gone. Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, this is one of those instances where I do miss being around my parents because as, when you get older, like I used to go when my aunts and uncles were in their mid thirties, we would go over to grandma's house and we'd have their birthday party, and there would be cake and good food, and everyone would just sit and like it'd be it'd be time for family. And I don't get that anymore because my family's not here. So my birthday parties are largely just my wife and myself and my close friends. Um, but I do miss the, we're going to grandma's house because it's your Uncle Paul's birthday. Grandma's making pizza. We got the cake from whatever the cheapest possible place was to the get it Jewel from. Osco sheet cake. I know yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Where it was like you cut into it and it just all kind of like falls apart. But it's, yeah. it's just pure sugar. Yeah. And the, the frosting has so much fucking sugar in it that it hurts your teeth. I miss a good sheet cake, though. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I miss it. I'm, don't get me wrong. They're terrible. They're you, so you get, bad. You get them in the giant plastic container yeah, this, so from the grocery, mar- the grocery like store. You paid like five bucks extra to have them put Uncle Some Paul, fucking like, terrible Uncle message Paulie. on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they always misspelled someone's name. Of course. Just, it's, your mom makes a big deal of it. But you get it home and yeah, it's just... I'll tell you what I really miss when you want to talk about cakes. And this is something... Now, granted, I don't shop at many stores around here. Don't look at the camera like that. I know what you're up to. But <laughs> in Chicagoland and I'm sure it's everywhere but it, not everywhere in where maybe where there's a high population of Roman Catholics in Chicagoland <laughs> Easter comes around right yeah. and they do they have you ever seen this being San Francisco boy and then I guess you're you New York the sheep cakes the lamb cakes the nope. little lamb cakes you know what I'm talking about absolutely I not. fucking miss a good lamb cake from Julasco you go in Tim yeah get, get, so shut I your don't eyes. know what Julasco is Jewel Osco it's a it's a like safe okay. It's like okay. a Kroger. Cool. It's like a Safeway. Got, it's like I got a, a vision. My eyes are yeah. closed. Keep what telling me. Okay, so you go in there. Mm-hmm. You walk over to the bakery section where they have all these sheet cakes they've made or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they have one that looks like a three dimensional lamb. <laughs> it is legitimately a lamb. Sit like hold on, open your eyes. You know how like one porty sits and he like tucks his paws underneath yeah. him and he's just the head and the body. That's exactly what it is. Okay, and so it's a little bunt cake within a lamb head, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and not uh, it's made of cake as well. It's iced over. They put the pink nose on it. They put like whiskers on. It. I don't know. They put eyeballs on it and shit, right? Do they have and then, whiskers? I don't know. It doesn't everything. <laughs> 
Does Portillo have whiskers? And the yeah. answer is yes, but you wouldn't think he would. He does. Yeah, I know, but you wouldn't think that. When you draw Portillo, you'd leave out the whiskers. Mm, it's true. You would put him on a cat, you'd leave him out of Portillo. That's true. You're right. Thank you. Uh, and then the lamb body, yeah, it's just a little bunt cake or whatever. And then they go through and they put like, uh, you know, the frosting all over it, right? So it looks like it's got like, you know, a wool. lamb. Yeah. Yeah. These, yeah. Lambs have lambs. Wool. Have, right? wool. Okay. That's what they are, yeah. So, uh, but the best part is then you go home, you go to this event, uh, you know, you cut up this cake and everybody's eating this cake or whatever. And that's, it. well, that's kind of it. That's not the exact thing, what but that's kind of like it lamb but, chop. but then you get at the end you get to be feel like a badass psycho kid where you come in and you hack the thing's head off and I was you gonna eat say, his head how quickly how quickly <laughs> you grab it and you fucking eat this lamb's head <laughs> rip it off and it was like how psychotic would it be if they made it out of red velvet yeah cake? I know right so you just rip the fucking head oh off oh my like, god the during last Easter. one you were at during Easter the last god, one you were at was more like a like pagan a, celebration that's similar that's not the one that's the ones I was thinking of that's close I mean there. I mean, this is again that's the closest you've had Did so you type far. In you that, that looks one. like lamb chop that straight is up. lamb chop straight the fuck up. <laughs> now that Don't looks like lamb chop. The eyes will look more like a real lamb than that. Poor lamb shot. Like, did they look kind of sad? Like, please don't kill me. Yeah, no, no, they were happy. Lamb of God, eat me, kind of thing. And they okay, had like cool. jelly beans. Sometimes that's how you knew you had a good one. If you had the lamb, and then you had little jelly beans around, like Easter kind of sucks. No, totally. Easter's not Easter? a no. Easter's Easter when you were a kid was the best thing on the why? Because it's a whole waste Easter, of time. Though. Easter eggs and yeah, because you know, I used to get. I, I'd make bank on Easter. Like, well, who's she get the cards? To impress, we, we used to right? get the cards. Uh, you're back from the dead. Everyone, we get it. We get everyone. Why wait three days? Why couldn't you just rise immediately? Like, why? Why we would take is that there's no like Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's not dynamic. You can't just come back the next day. You got to build true. suspense and climax. You can't just be like good they can't just be like, like, up there. You're like I'm good. I'm good. It's not gonna happen. Jelly beans. I'll outweigh you. Like what if go find some fucking Easter eggs? What if he just smited the Romans right there when they were when they were sticking him with the spears and, and making him carry the, the cross up to the top of the mount? Like what if he was just like fuck this and like ran lightning bolts down from the sky? Would have been the same like difference. It would actually would have been way more convincing. I'm like holy shit. No, because yeah. then he wouldn't have been one of us. Because he no one knows one for then. sure if he was ever in that tomb or not. Right. You have the shroud of Turin. Yeah. That was apparently on top so of him. They wipe they wipe his face off of that. No, it was which one was that? Oh, he's yeah. wrapped in it. You're thinking of uh, which one was the one where like Mary wiped his face off? Yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was when he was walking with the when he was walking with the cross up the up the. It's stair, that rooster teeth shirt you were wearing. That's what they did it with. Oh, the peck dance! <sighs> I didn't expect that. No, Easter sucks. Easter's a dumb holiday. Yeah. There's only a couple good reasons to like Easter. Now, the lamb cake. I don't know about this lamb cake. I don't. I don't understand this. It's kind of twisted. No, uh, I'm talking about the Cadbury egg and the Cadbury mini egg, which you can only get at Easter. The mini eggs are amazing. And the mini eggs are amazing. And my wife is addicted to them. She won't admit it. We don't talk about it because it only happens once a year. So she's yeah. not like she can get her hands on that. Of course, that, that sweet, sweet fucking crack cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but she'll just. I'll be. I'll just find them in random places, and it's always a fun surprise. Like sometimes I'll come home and we have this little like elephant candy bowl that we never use for candy, and then once a year I'll look into it. And they'll just be these little nuggets of goodness. And it's the best thing on the planet. And then I'll be like, oh, isn't that, is that, are those Cadbury eggs in the tool? You know, you have one of those things with like, in drawers where you put all your tools. Yeah, I'll find them in there sometimes. No, you won't. Them. Really? She'll hide them from Why me. is she hiding them? Because she knows I'm going to fucking eat those oh, things. She doesn't want me to. <laughs> gotcha. No, <laughs> that was an Easter egg hunt. Easter always gets, close to, gets close to my birthday. Mm -hmm. So that's been cumbersome and weird before where there was one Easster and this one I was like, what? I got a, I got the Ninja Turtles Technodrome. For Easter. Oh, it's good. I was like, what the hell is it's this? a great gift. I was like, this is gr great. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. What does this have to do with Jesus? You know what I mean? Like, usually you get a basket, What the fuck does eggs. the bunny have to do with Jesus? What does any of it have to do with Jesus? Any of it. He's the Lamb of God. And lambs kind of look like bunnies. But you want to dress a man up as a lamb. <laughs> but then why, yeah, why, why are... Stupid why, <laughs> why are bunnies going around laying eggs? 
Well, that's just, you know, them spreading Christmas Don't they, don't they give live birth? Yeah, they're mammals. They're mammals, right? It doesn't really make sense to anything. They hide the eggs. Where are they getting these eggs from? What? There's some chicken that's like, where'd all my fucking eggs go? This is a really, actually pretty profound question you're asking that I never thought thought about. No. Really? No. The all I thought about on Easter was like, what? How many GI Joes am I going to get? Can yeah. I go play at my friend's house? And that was you the end of that. Gifts? <laughs> yeah, so oh yeah, I got money. Man. I used to get money. Oh yeah, I used to. I used, we used to get all oh, Easter baskets, and then I used to get money from my grandparents, like a hundred dollars or in something like eggs? that. And then, and my uncle Mike and Aunt Carla used to have an egg hunt at their house on Long Island every year. Where they, but my uncle Mike was like really, he's an awesome guy, and he he would like shove like five, ten, twenty dollar bills and all these eggs, and like me and my cousins and my siblings would like run around the backyard trying to find. We get fucking loaded. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and no, then, we, and then I didn't get that shit. I got bullshit. And Which, then what, and then I would get like two or three or four GI Joes just shoved in a basket for my. So you got no lamb cake. You no get no money cake. in the eggs. No, no. techno. What, ha- what no. Run me let through. Me, a Getty's let me Easter. run you through a Getty's Easter because it is it's quite the experience but with no outcome so So my mom is my mom very much so in the sense that if she can go all out she's going to go all out and it's going to be completely unnecessary and pretty much only for her to enjoy this is where you inherited this from yes okay so whenever it was any holiday christmas easter valentine's day anything she would like paint the windows of my front the front of my house to be themed so that, like the buses and the kids going by I could see it and enjoy it and shit and it was just like what is she those, a good artist I mean it was it was enough it's to like enough. Get, get the idea across right he's telling the story Kevin Third story no, there was. It was definitely one of those like neighborhood people came to look at it during the fucking oh. you know one of those bullshit okay. things. Um, so for Easter, she would do this shit, and this is just for us, where she would like take flour and put uh, it on a shoe and like up our three story stairs, make it look like a goddamn Easter Bunny invaded our house. Is Easter like, Bunny carrying a bag of coke? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I don't know. So it was like little bunny prints going up my stairs. That's cute. And then there'd be like Easter baskets that would be, you know, for me and my brother and shit. And it's like, then they'd be just filled with like that stupid ass confetti wrapping and then like the the worst candy in the world. It's just, I mean, not, not the worst. It's not candy corn. So at least there's that. There's one worst peanut. It's those candied almonds or whatever those things. The, the you know the ones that are this big that every time you try to bite one at Easter it breaks your tooth in half. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You know these things? No. no you guys ever had it? Jesus fuck, man! Like <laughs> they're like hard coated almonds or some sort of nut, like a praline or an almond, and they're the coating on the outside is like a fucking like a, like the bed liners of a truck. Sure. Like when they rhino line something, so it's like it can't be broken. And my oh man, my my mom's side of the family loved that shit. That's a really bad teeth. So now I'm sorry, I'm putting a lot of stuff together here. I'm also putting together the fact that every Catholic holiday is backed up by paying kids to be there at the holiday. Have you put that together yet? Yes. Yeah, like true. Christmas, Easter, you get gifts, you get money. It's like be like they're like paying you to like believe, like pay to believe, and then you associate. Yeah, then, all then these you don't have community and confirmation. Where you, I remember when my friend got confirmed, he got, he made like thousands of dollars. I remember yeah. going up into his room afterwards. We were counting. I'm like. We were like 13 years old. Like you made like $4,000. Like $4,000. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to start an empire. A like empire. I never even, I was like, what the fuck are you even going to do with that much money? It's not even that much money anymore, but it's when you're 13 or 14 years old, it's like, that's an insane amount of money. Yeah. I'm like, like I'm I remember, like, I remember the idea of a hundred dollars when I was like nine. I'm like, holy shit. You know how many action figures I could buy with that? And then I would do all the math and not think about tax because fuck tax. And then you get really heartbroken when you finally do eventually get a hundred dollars and try to spend it. Yeah. And then you get like four. Shout out to my first communion cake. That was a good cake too. 
I remember that cake being really good. And it wasn't just a sheet cake. That was like a baker did something. There. How do you feel about confetti cake? Love confetti cake. Yeah, okay. Funfetti, they call it. Yeah. 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 That's my wife's favorite cake. Like, she makes it or whatever? She doesn't make it. We go to uh, uh, Susie Cakes, and we get it there, and it's so fucking You're good. talking about the vanilla celebration cake, yeah. which I will tell you right now, I will spoil my birthday. We'll be making appearance on our stream, because I'm going to order one of those cakes, because oh, they're good. One. Hell yeah. I'll bring it over from my house. Okay, do yeah, you? I want, totally that, I want that whole cake. Do you like the red velvet cupcakes, too? No. No? Okay. I'm, right. a, I'm a celebration cake you want man. A big, you want a big one? Oh, yeah. One? I want, I want, I'm fucking <laughs> in. You want diabetes quicker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm in. Full, you want diabetes or full-blown diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> now, here... So, this is... Let's see, I think... The fun part of the birthday is sharing it with people, right? Yeah. Like this cake will share. But I remember uh, another Greg Miller story. Get your notes ready. In second grade, this is like this was like you know, is this a normal thing in school? It's your birthday. You bring in treats for the class. Is that a thing? Anywhere else? I mean, sounds familiar. In the yes, no. I'll give you. We it. had small classes, mind you. You yeah. know what I mean? I was yeah. in private school my entire time, so it's like you have to get. It's like thirty kids you're feeding or whatever. Your parents take care of or whatever. And I remember what we would do is go. This is, this is actually reminding me of another birthday story. Uh, but it's all about the same thing. <laughs> God damn it. If Kurt. I'm lying, I'm dying, yeah. Tim. Oh, but no. <laughs> there was this coffee. bakery, Wheaton, that made not, I don't even know, they were cakes, but they were uh, little oysters that then had a little pearl in their mouth. And they were a jar like this. And they were, I mean, they were all cake. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Chocolate. D- d- is this a normal thing? Have you seen these no, guys I've never before? seen those. They had little eyes. They made frogs as well. I can, uh, no, never seen any of this okay. stuff. Okay. It's a little twisted. No. What, is that the story? <laughs> well, that, I was just reminded. We're talking about, I remember bringing those into class. Everybody always enjoyed them. That's what I brought in every year. Mom was like, what treat do you want to bring in? I'm like, I want to bring in the weird clams with the fucking, you know, oyster in their mouth or whatever. And then I remember one year going there on my birthday to pick these up to go to school. And my parents gave me, you know, one gift earlier or whatever. And I opened up and it was a wind up beetle, a little wind up rhino beetle. And I remember thinking this is the, this has got to be a joke. (laughs) Why would you, I was like, old, not old, old, you know, old enough to be like, why the fuck would I care about a wind up beetle? You know what I mean? This has got to be a joke. It wasn't a joke though. That was a gift I got. You know, Greg, I'm going to give you, give you some props here because I was 99% sure that story was going to end in one year. They didn't have the climbs and you cried. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was still a good story. Yeah. Give it time. (laughs) Give it time. That topic was brought to you by our Patreon producer, Adam Garcia. Thank you, Adam. Adam Garcia. For those of you that don't know, the designer of the badass kind of funny circle logo as seen on kindoffunny.com slash store on the beautiful blue shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. This is a really cool dope, the kind of funny. With logo. the smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The smile. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you've seen that shirt and you like him, hit him up at Adam M. Garcia on Twitter and Instagram. And thank him and for thank supporting him for us. That. Nick, what's your topic? My topic is, uh, uh, if you could give yourself one piece of advice right now that you'd have to listen to, what would it be? Right now. Hmm. You could say to yourself, self, you have to do this. You should do this thing. And you're actually going to listen to it. What would it be? So it's like if I had to tell myself, Tim, you need to run every day. Then yeah. I have to run every yeah, day. Yeah, you have Ooh, to run every fuck. day. See, that's where I jump to, too. Yeah. I should probably exercise or eat better or something, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't want to die, I guess. That's mine, too. Health, Healthful stuff. Well, we're all old now. That's the big thing. I know. You sort of feel it, too. You got the ricotta cheese in your heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I gotta get, know that. Yeah. I, I, like the other day when we were, we were in Roosty filming that thing, we all went out and had like two glasses of white wine and threw up all over the place. It was disgusting. <laughs> did I not tell you that? No. Was, Wait, when we didn't. Remember when you were like, yeah, we were your pizza's it. coming or whatever. We yeah, were going to watch The Walking, walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. I'm yeah, too you, tired. Yeah, we couldn't get pizza, so we ordered, we postmated Whataburger. Right. It was <laughs> and, clutch. Yeah. 
Did mine actually come? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I ate it <laughs> on top of my Whataburger meal. I ate your Whataburger meal. Man, I and I woke up that. felt real sick. Did yeah, not feel good. I felt terrible. I don't know what it was. So wait, you had two glasses of white wine when we went out? Yeah, we had. I had some wine at the uh, at the, at the the bars in Austin when we went out to play pool, which was, uh, you know, you get some funny looks when you're at a pool hall and you order a white wine. Actually, you get funny looks when you're a dude and you order a white wine, period. Um, but yeah, I, and then we came home. I'm like, I think I need some food. But I was too tired to wait for it. Yeah. And I think it was that tipping point of like, if I get the grease in my stomach now, I'll be fine. You'll be okay. But then at like one o'clock, one thirty in the morning, I was like, yep. I just went over and horked all over the place. <laughs> horked. <laughs> like, so I, like I do like to use horks. Yeah, I had to. And I felt instantly better. Instantly yeah, better. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's in the morning. That was my thing where I was like trying to fight through it. And I finally did the like the kneel in front of the toilet. I'm like, if you want this body, you got to work for you it. You got to work for it. Yeah. But you got then. This, these like, Three Whataburger patties inside of me ah. didn't happen. I was yeah. like, "All right, then this is how you get you get to feel this way, body." Not on me. See, this, I gave you. You're out. Yeah, I uh, I got to do. I, I learned that there's a there's a window for that though. If you don't do it within like the first two hours of going to bed, your body I think just takes in all of the the toxins and you can't throw it up. Oh no no I'm t- I do not agree with that at really? all. I I not not anymore. I f- I feel uh, just based on well no because I did whatever. I have a hangover regimen that has been you know established over the years mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's it's evolved and changed. But what it is is you come home drunk, drink a bunch of water, go to sleep, wake up feel bad but not terrible mm-hmm. be like i got this continue on your way start to feel terrible mm-hmm. you feel terrible for a while you take some advil or whatever then you vomit and then you're starving and you eat and you feel better okay interesting that's the thing where and if i try to skip steps it doesn't work out where there was a day a couple a month or two ago now i guess but where like i woke up and christine wanted to go to breakfast i was like all right cool i'm not that hungry and we walked down there and i was i didn't feel great but i didn't feel terrible mm-hmm. and then i was like i'm gonna have a i'm gonna get a burrito on the way back and watch whatever show i was when we had on the dvr or whatever got a burrito sat down halfway through that i was like skip some steps here and went right to the bathroom oh, man. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. I was like, no i was in not a good shape there yeah see i just and the hangovers by the way to talk speaking about getting older lasting longer and longer that's sure. actually i thought that was a myth when people would talk about it, I'd hear older people talk about, oh, your body just, it's not two to three days now. I'm like, I don't feel that great. Not like puts me out of commission. Yeah. But if I do more than a couple glasses of any alcohol in a night, I'll feel it. If it's a Saturday night, I'll feel it all the way until Monday at least. God wow. damn. I'll be a little bit like, oh, I'm just not, not, I, not I like I, I can't function, but like I just, I'm not going to go for a fucking run. I'm not doing yeah. a triathlon anytime soon. But when, how many more? All the time, Craig. <laughs> Once a month I'm doing, I'm out there swimming, whatever they do in a triathlon, swimming and running they, and I assume biking. They shoot and then they ski. swim. When they, yeah. ski. <laughs> they ski and shoot. <laughs> That'd be the one sport I wish I was a master at, whatever that fucking sport is. Yeah. Colin, you know what the name of it is. What is it called? When they ski and shoot. Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I watch it though when it's on the yeah. Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I watch any Olympic sport. You watch curling? Curling's awesome. Curling is the bomb. That was a, that was a test, and you just passed it, my friend. Wow, <laughs> curling is the best sport. Impressive. <sighs> can I'm we, still can we never thrown up from drinking. Like it just. I don't know. It just doesn't. You're not drinking enough. It's true. I don't know. I mean, I've point. gotten no, pretty Tim's drunk. Gotten fucked up. Yeah, I've only seen you drunk twice, maybe. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's doesn't it happen often, and when it does happen, somebody has to tell me you're drunk. No, really? Yeah. Mm. you'll know I've seen him a couple times where he's like slurry speech blurry I get really slurry yeah but if that's happening we're usually all there yeah we're all there 
when you can't you can't do that you can't judge each true. other by that time i'm, I'm not, not judging him though because nick just has his one glass of wine and calls it a day <laughs> nick says that but it's i feel like that was a white wine thing well the, the wines are it started thing, being a recent like, thing nick, yeah. it, it's the body motions for nick and that's when you know it's happening and he's <laughs> off the chain wait but with body motions you mean when i'm molesting other people's bodies no when you when you start getting loose and you have your glass like huh and then like when you're like you're like doing this kind of thing and like granted you're always a little bit there anyway but like but then like my favorite is when you what have i ever done this you kind of do though. I know what he's talking about. Like, but no, the best is my favorite is when you know Nick is there and it's he's gonna stay there the rest of the night. Is when he, there's a joke or whatever. And he's like, ha! He like does that and his hair does the whip or whatever. He's like, ha! You get really aggressive. That does happen, but like not in a in a bad way. You just get really like like everything you say is really funny. I'm like, damn, it, you're is. Right. it, it is. It is. Though. We're not saying you're not funny. Or it's not funny. These are good things. I haven't been there in a while. These are fun Maybe traits. I start drinking Every again. Well, convention do. season's right here. It, it so really it's, is. It's yeah, upon it's us. right around the corner. So we'll see. But it sucks though, because then for me, I I don't throw up, but I am done. Like my hangovers, I'm bad. And the next day, I'm just in. I'm in horrible shape. I don't want. I don't eat anything the entire day. Like I don't understand you guys wanting to eat. It doesn't. That's not how my. That's body the works. sign that I'm I'm back and everything's okay. And then when it's there was only one time where I drank so much and got so sick that it wasn't there the next morning and I almost cried because I was so terrified to eat this delicious burger in Florida. Mm. But I I didn't want to eat it because it was the best burger I'd ever had. We'd been there days before. Yeah. And then one night on spring break, we were like, all right, let's drink, start drinking. And I was like, these beers aren't doing it for me. I'm going to start doing shots. And I did like all these shots like a moron, passed out at midnight and then woke up and puked every like hour. Oh, that's what it was. It wasn't the fucking wine. It was that Jameson shot with a pickle back that you made me take. (laughs) Now, the pickle back would have set you right. But you it. didn't. No, you didn't. You I took, took a sip of, of it and went, this is gross. I want more wine. It was a shot glass <laughs> full of pickle juice. It was disgusting. Disgusting. You I started like acting like Crane. You're like, I want wine. <laughs> I'm just waving around. Does Crane drink wine? <laughs> My fanfic he does. Wow. I'd like to read that fanfic sometime, sir. Like, yeah. Splinter, find common ground. All right. <laughs> So what was this? So topic? jogging, you you tell yourself to what, jog. No, more. yeah. Advice. So I'm going to take this in a in a different direction. Okay. So it's advice that we have to follow. Yeah. I'm going to pull the Code Geass thing, which mm-hmm. for anyone that's seen that will understand that reference. I'm going to just tell myself to be fucking super successful. So then I that's not advice. Yeah, it is. Advice. Be successful. Get rich. That I is not. It. That is not advice. That is the name of a movie starring. Steven Seagal? Who isn't that? What? Get Richard Dodger. It was 50, 50 cents. Yeah. Steven Seagal. I feel like Steven Seagal might have been jumped. in that also. No, no, because Steven Seagal was in a bunch of movies like Jaw Rule, DMX, and like a bunch of other guys. And he always had the same like haircut slash leather trench coat combo. Well, that's just Steven Seagal, though. That's true. And you can't look when it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> when you nail it, you nail it. It's just the. But that's not advice. You can't say that. You already you already wake up with the advice of You're be right. successful. Okay, but well, what's. What's a form of advice of that then? Like, what could I tell myself? No, advice is try you hard. Should. Yeah, try hard. That's still, yeah. I feel like that's but you try hard every day. Yeah. Go one hundred and ten. I know, but like, Again, you're just doing the same thing. But I like that. I like the hundred and ten. You're good. Colin's right. Finish Colin's strong. That wouldn't be right. mine, but I mean, I'm just that's trying to mine. give him suggestions. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you, Colin. What's yours? Ten. Um, don't vote for Trump. Don't vote for Trump. <laughs> Uh, no, I think, uh, maybe trying to just tell myself that I need to be more, need to connect more with my family on a more regular basis. I would, I would like to mm. force myself to do I feel that. Like you do that though. You're really good at it. No, I'm not really very good at it. Are you talking I think my, to your family all the time? I think my family's kind of resigned that I'm just not there anymore. <laughs> so it'd be nice to, to, um, 
to put you know so you mean in, actually engender myself yeah i'd like to probably i probably should go back at some point you know and maybe say hello to people that i'm related to yeah i should get on a, I, I think about that too i, should get on a I love my family very much I mean, you know they're just all somewhere else so i think that would be mine it's boring but it's it's pertinent i think it's important so that would be my piece of advice that i would have to act on greg I, mm. my birthday cake no, that that's the advice of getting a Susie cake once a week should also be part of it. You can have that delivered well, by you. Yeah, you just reminded me. You live right by it. You can right bring there. it. I, I walk by it every day. I almost I for real like two weeks ago I sent a postmate there to guy to get it and he called me and he's like they are all out of that cake and I'm like all right and he's like so do you want to cancel the order I'm like yeah I don't want I wanted that piece of cake I didn't want just any fucking cake from Susie that sucks cake. too that happens yeah you ever had him like right you got to get. Because sometimes at the end of the day, the cake's been there for too long. Mm. So you got to get it like the beginning or middle of the day and when it's moist and fantastic. Yeah. So good. Yeah. We need this it's cake. so much frosting. I know. That's the problem. When you get to the end, when you get to the butt of the Suzy cake that's piece. That's my favorite part. I, got I save it. it. That's where I start I'll stopping. Eat, I'll eat the inside out like in a U shape, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, like it's and, and the meat so that there's just a perfect like uh, L. L. Yeah. A 45 degree angle of perfect frosting with just... Maybe a millimeter or two of cake still left on to hold it together so it doesn't fall, so the walls don't fall down. Sure, sure, sure. And then I will methodically eat it like it's sitting in a well and I'm Buffalo Bill telling it to put the lotion on its skin. That part got weird. But up until then, I was right there with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Like, the thing is, I think, that, and this is something for all of us, is that we're all such motivated people. Mm hmm. That the things we need to do and really want to do, we do, right? Right. So, yeah, it's got to be, I guess, something that I, where I'm like, I could be, I should eat better. I should work out more. I don't know. You yeah. should be more active or some shit like that. I feel like it's telling for me psychologically because I'm like asking myself that question is um, what I'm really asking myself is like, what is the thing that I don't like about myself? Yeah, that what, I is the, what is the one thing you tell yourself all the time, but you don't do? Like, I mean, like waking up to run or whatever, right? right. You like roll over and you hit the, and like, not Because you know you should do it. Yeah. You inherently are like, I know I should do this thing, but I don't want to do it. You just don't want to do it. So, like, that's my question. If I had the power to give that to myself, say one thing that I could do, I would probably say work out six days a week. Damn. Yeah. Not hard. Just find something to do healthily, like go on a long walk, uh, lift weights, do yoga, do something, but do something every day. Because I hit that point every day where I drive home from here and it's a lovely drive, you know, through the park. And then I'm going on the, I, I see the Golden Gate. And I'm like, God, it's so relaxing. You know what I'd rather do than go to the gym? Anything. Anything yeah. is what I'd rather do. And I end yeah, up going home nine out of ten times. And I just go home and I and then I get home and I'm like, fuck, I'm just fucking off. Like there's I'm not doing anything right now. Like I'm not like you guys where you guys look forward to like powering down and playing games. Like I there's not there's never anything on TV. There's never a movie I really want to watch. Netflix has pretty much nothing. Maybe there's a flash or an archer that I can watch, but then that's half hour, hour. Yeah. What the fuck else am I gonna do for the rest of the night? Talk to my wife. Jerk it. God no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's why you like watch so much porn. <laughs> I do watch a lot of porn. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I feel like I, I feel like I hit every day where I'm like, there's a good two hours in every day where I should have used a little bit better for the betterment of my own health. And yet I just don't can't do motivate yeah. myself to do it. Not and I always, I rationalize it by saying we work really hard here, which we do. Sure. We work abnormally hard here to the point where I think like I, like yesterday or the day before I worked, I don't think we even stopped for like, I, I got up from the table, made myself some tuna, got back and we just kept working. And then I'm like, but it's not, it's not physical labor. So I don't feel like it's, it wears on us, but it does. It's actually like really tiring mentally. It's like being a game dev. You just move a mouse. Big deal. Mm -hmm. It's not a real yeah, It's not that hard. No. How hard is that? Yeah. Come on. Nerds. Break. Boom. Ratchet and clank. You're yeah. done. 
<laughs> Ratchet and Clank, the text adventure. Uh, see, I feel like that would be mine too. As I, as I strive, as I get a bit older and I'm, and I'm starting to realize things like, you know, smoking, maybe not that great for you. Uh, drinking. I mean, now for for the record on the smoking, the science is still out. I don't, Top minds haven't come back on if smoking's true. good or bad it's, for you. It's true. I've I, seen I, some very all, fascinating fl- reports. Conflicting reports. There's a lot of scuttlebutt that you might be able to fly after Thank you, you do it long enough. Words, no problem. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so so that and the drinking also is another reason why I'm trying to be a little more healthy. I just don't care for alcohol that much. So, but it's but it's awkward when you're not drinking and other people are. That's why I do something that actually I kind of think tastes. How okay. long has the drinking thing been happening? Because I don't feel like it's been that long. Yeah, six months, maybe okay, eight okay. months. Sure it's been coming it on for a while. Yeah. I just, I came to the conclusion about a year ago that I'm like, I just one day was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't like the taste of alcohol at all. I don't know why I drink it. I don't like being hungover the next day. The only thing I like is the social aspect of it, of feeling like I can let loose. And I can do that with just one to two drinks and still function the next day at a high level. So there's that. Okay. The smoking thing's been, we've been doing well on the smoking thing. Right, Kev? Haven't smoked in Big a long Kev. time, right, Kev? Come on, lean in and give him a pound, Kev. There it is. Power hour. No. Yeah. Right around the corner. It's two days from now, and <sighs> you've already smoked. I know you have. No. <clears throat> I've seen it happen. I'm calling Paula and no. telling her that. No. I'm gonna call in the middle of one of her photo shoots. Are those fire extinguishers also phones? I <laughs> either that or they're at some sort of uh, intercom <laughs> system. <laughs> these are deep cuts on what Paula Gallagher's what Instagram account. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying these jokes. I would. I think really though, I'd force myself to be more creative and like do more of the creative shit that I but actually you, want to do because my okay, job. That's okay, a good one. Okay, that's a good yeah, one. I'm dialing back on that one. I'm dialing like, back on that one. The thing is, it's like I left IGN to do creative stuff, and it's like, yeah, we are, but we're not doing what you I want to do. do. List videos, and you I want to do even more than list videos. Like I want to do fucking like comedy sketches, and like yeah. the animated show is like it's it's there. You know, it's it's some it's happening it. slowly but surely. Yeah, but it's like kind of funny live. Honestly, that's what I like doing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's like, but the problem is. Even kind of funny life, there's so much work to it that's not the work that I want to do that I put off the work I want to do. So by the time I get home, I'm like, all right, now that I'm done with the real work, I can do the fun work. And then it's like, then you start doing, you realize like, fuck, this is this is work too. So I, forcing myself to do the stuff that I actually want to do, work wise. Okay, that's a good. That's actually a good call because it's hard. It's a really good because it's so easy to fall into the the business shit and just keep going and just keep pushing and keep pushing. Well, because like, that's the right, stuff that's super immediate. This, right. That's the thing is like if I get this done then I can do the thing I want to do. Yeah. But then that stuff just keeps piling up. And it's like, it's always, there's always more stuff that we can do and that we should do. So it's like, there's only so many hours in a day too. That's the thing. If you said to yourself, you, that was your advice you had to take. You would never sleep. You'd probably die. That'd be great. Or Kevin, you need to to sleep still though in this scenario. Uh, Yeah. If the advice was you don't need to sleep anymore, that would be a pretty dope advice to take and accept and be great about it. I just, I feel like if I had to follow that advice, there's hours in the day that I could substitute out of doing other bullshit. How many hours a day do you think you just spend like on YouTube at night just watching? She doesn't watch much YouTube anymore. It's not so much YouTube. Yeah. I mean, on the internet looking at the problem is it's like, it's so hard to differentiate what is research towards something. Cause I do so much shit where I'm like, thinking and planning for the eventual thing I'm going to do mm-hmm. like doing like how many hours did I spend looking at stuff on Amazon for things for kind of funny life a lot you know mm-hmm. but it's like that all goes towards the thing but yeah. then how many times like I'll do it all the time where I'm like uh I want to play a game but I don't I only I want to be awake another 30 40 minutes I don't and then an hour and a half later I've been looking at Reddit the entire time yep. I'm like god fuck no right that's yeah. that's a perfect example there's but them advice animals I got to know what they're going to say 
It's hard though because sometimes you need that if that's your relaxation sure, time. Yeah, if that's yeah, how yeah. you turn your brain off. Exactly. You have to do to that. Not think about. And anything. that's why that's what sucks for me is because I I have this weird thing where I always feel bad when I'm not trying to use every minute of the day to be productive to some degree, but it it drives you crazy after a while. Because after a while you really do need to shut down, and then your those days where you do have to be productive or creative are that much better because you've taken that time the night before. You're like, I'm just gonna relax like and treat myself to a couple hours of just me time, reading Reddit, watching YouTube whatever kevin does at night which i don't, I don't want to know i don't want to know you just i hope that mic. i hope the mic picked that, that mic up. didn't pick that up of course not you, have you not noticed that kevin has to throw four switches to have that mic current turn on it's just one no but you always come over there and you are all immediately the first time you start panicking okay so all right he cracks himself up. He's he just, really does. I put that on a postcard. We were writing the postcards to the kids, and I said, sometimes Kevin will make a joke that only he understands, and then he'll laugh about it for the next 25 minutes. I, you've known him your entire life. Yeah. It strikes me as that one point you could have literally just tossed him a cardboard box and a red marker, and he would have drawn like some kind of dashboard, and then he would have just been sitting there hitting buttons, and then <laughs> like roll over you and know, just roll honestly, around laughing. Like, Kevin Coelho is his own topic that I think we should say for another day. Oh, like, just talk about Kevin stories. Totally. We should do a whole show but, like, that's honestly, just Kevin Coelho. And I put so much but thought into this. For it. There was a, a shift in Kevin's life where he turned into this. He wasn't always this. Oh. And I don't know what it was. I can't pinpoint. Like, Kevin used to be very tiny, like a, the, the shortest kid alive. Like, you know, you go to there's the school pictures. Like, Kevin was the guy that had to get booster things because, like, he was so tiny. We'd go to theme parks and, like, he was not allowed on the rides that we were all allowed on. Like, it was an issue was how like, small no, he was. Like he was tiny, okay, and like, and he, so then he went to the Zoltar machine, hit the thing, and said, "I want to be big." Woke up, looked in the mirror, but not like this. <laughs> wow! I mean, it came out of nowhere, though, and like it added a personality. Like he wasn't like this before, but he's great now. And now he just he's oozing. I love you, Kevin. With, with something. Did we, Ke- Colin? Did you ever do the one-on-one with Ke- Kevin as a Patreon exclusive? No, I was told not to. Oh, okay. We want to keep him off the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. Hmm. What's your topic? Well, I think that, you know, we go around and say, well, I go around and say how right I am about everything all the time, but I think it's important for me to always be right to admit also when I am wrong. Okay. And I want to talk about Instagram because I started using Instagram a month ago, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and I found some utility and, and some enjoyment in using it. So I wanted to say that, you know, some time ago we did a show and I was like, I don't understand Instagram and it's it's still, it's useless. It's, it is useless, but it's, yeah. but it's, but it's fun. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's its own use and its own utility. So I wanted to just uh, see how you guys f- felt about Instagram generally because I, I'm quite enjoying it. Um, it's a nice way to keep in touch. Like, so Twitter is like totally useless to me now. I, I, I can use Twitter to like follow a feed of the politics and people I know or whatever. But as far as like using my mentions and stuff, I mean, that's like that's it's not even worth it because it's just too crazy. Um, and Facebook is uh, fun, but, you know, it's not a great way to keep in touch with people that I, I know because a lot of people that I know personally don't really use it very much. But on Instagram, I'm just following basically people I know and um, and just random people too, like my cousin or mm. um, friends from college, like just random people, people I don't necessarily keep up with. And I find it's an interesting little glimpse into their lives. So um, so I was curious if you guys like using it and still and, um, and, and how, how you find it these days here in 2016. I'm with you. I was actually one of the people that I look at every new social media as something that we absolutely inherently do not need. And that's, Hello. that's completely useless and stupid. And then eventually I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I sign up for it and get my real name on it instead of the stupid underscore bullshit? <laughs> Wait, um, Nick Scarpino from Portillo's. Son of a bitch. There's once a month. He's like, no, I'm wrong. Nick Scarpino. And then I can tell. But in the text and the subtext of the text, he's laughing at me. 
Of course. Ah. Son of a bitch. Uh, no, he's a really nice guy. Um, but I was with I was with you on the Instagram front too. I'm like, this is useless. This is Twitter, but without being able to say anything or link to anything, right? But in it, when you, it depends on who you follow. In it, when you, when you start following people who figure out creative ways to use the platform, it starts becoming incredibly entertaining. And there are two people of note that I, if you don't follow, you ought to. One is The Rock. Yes, he is amazing. And if you ever want to be inspired to do anything, just look at The Rock's Instagram feed because he he that man can say with a picture what no other person can say with words. Largely because his quads are 18 times the size of any normal human beings. So there's that, but he's also like, he's changed the way I use Instagram because like he'll go in there and write giant posts right, for his photos. And like, th- let me explain to you what this photo actually is and who this person is and what they said to me. I'm like, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As somebody who like for, I, I gave up on Facebook a long time ago. I have a fan page, right? That I put our stuff, I put my stuff up on, but I don't like have friends or keeping using sure. any of that kind of shit of Facebook. And so when t- I eventually, when I broke down, I started using Twitter when, and that was when, if you remember in the old days, IGN u- used to be that, oh, you wrote an article. So now just log into the Twitter and put it up because we just shared one Twitter and 30 editors would go in there at random times, and just post whatever the fuck they were just doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when IGN was talking, like, all right, we're a social media person. Stop doing that. I was like, fuck, I miss Twitter. I should use Twitter. So I got my own Twitter and established that. And then when Instagram came around, I remember downloading it, opening it and like, this is stupid. I put photos up on Twitter. Don't need this. Right. And then it was that it sat around forever. And I don't know, two years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. I started actually actively using it as a thing. And I was like, Oh, and for me, the hardest thing was building the following. Cause I I like that on Twitter. When I go on, right, there's a million posts and I'm updated on what's happening or from Mm -hmm. people I care about. But with Instagram, it was that thing of like, there wasn't as much happening because people weren't posting as much. But then when I started built out a feed and it became that, all right, come back on and like the rocks got this, but then my cousin's daughter has this and like these photos, these glimpse, like a snapshot of somebody's life to know what's happening when you're not there, but not be as dialed in as Facebook is where it can be this giant. We're messaging each other. This is happening. There's right. blah, 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 blah. like, I, I'm, I don't actively go into my comments or whatever on Instagram, right? Like I put up a post and that's kind of the thing. Of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I, I never comment on other people's pictures people, oh, pretty much yeah. in general, but it's super rare for me to do. I don't get a lot of comments on any pictures I put up either. I get, you know, people just like it, yeah. like, you know, they saw it and kind of go on. Yeah. And I think at first I was like, um, at first I was put off by that. Cause I'm like, I, I need there to be like the sense of, of perpetuity for anything that I do. Right. As I get older in my age and approach death quicker and quicker, I don't like engaging in things that are seemingly wasteful or that are just throwaway content, right? Which is why it's so difficult for me to wrap my head around Snapchat because Snapchat is about is the opposite of everything I'm talking about. It's about being in the moment. It's about communicating one-to-one and having that in-joke, and there's power in that, too, and I'm seeing it now. I kind of I kind of have my head wrapped around that. Um, but for Instagram, yeah, it is that it is that thing where at first I'm like, God, this is, this is so watered down. It's a dumbed-down version of Twitter, and Twitter's already a dumbed-down version of Facebook. So why the hell do I need We've those two like, This topic, like, I feel like we've covered... 10,000 times on this show and it's just like you just need to use the platform for what it's made for and yeah, like, that's my that's, that's my coming point. to terms with that is I mean that's just like point. Colin is that's the same thing I'm talking about as well I didn't think for a long time that it was different and I and it wasn't even until like and I we have to get to hear your second person to follow on Instagram is when it was the rock who was putting in these things I was like oh like I'm I feel disingenuous when I post something heartfelt or like long-winded on Facebook right because that's not the audience I've built there but with Instagram that feels natural because I am building a community there Right. Um, yeah, the other person is, uh, I don't recommend everyone follow him, but he is a fascinating human being, Dan Bilzerian. I was going to say, that rich guy you follow. And he, in large, not because of the stuff he posts, because he posts a lot of like crazy pictures of him with like, with like half naked girls. Um, but it's because he has crafted his sort of persona on Instagram, right? 
when you go on that, it tells a narrative of like going to Vegas to gamble, flying on my private jet, shooting guns, riding dirt bike. And I'm, I, I can appreciate um, how he does what he does on that platform, how he, people would buy into the myth of what he's created for himself because of just him being able to control that, that quick picture and that quick message. Right. And now, you know, and that picture really does say a thousand words because it'll be a picture of like, you know, him like looking at his two hundred thousand dollar watch and you're like, OK, that's like to the people who are in the know. That's a that's a baller ass picture to put out. And then he does some other crazy shit where it's like him with topless women. But um, but yeah, I, I really I appreciate that guy because you can see him crafting that narrative and getting millions of followers from that. Yeah, there's definitely characters. Yeah, it's, you know it's I mean? a character is what I'm saying. That was the funny thing when I first started using Instagram and I followed you guys and then I'd go over to that little oh, I wanted to build a better feed of like things yeah. I actually wanted. I click on that. Uh, magnifying glass and going to see what it is and it's all linked from the people you follow and what they're liking and stuff it would totally be a million of his photos and then other people in bikinis and down like god, god damn it Tim and yeah I actually I did get to a point though to be full transparency where I had to start unfollowing people well that's I, I would, I would that's find a part a, of Instagram though yeah. I think the Instagram is the feeds are so much more um, tailored to what you are looking for at that specific time that you tend to curate it a bit more like on Twitter every once in a while you go through and do a purge and kind of unfollow people or whatever. But I feel like mm-hmm. Instagram is more of a, uh, you put up photos. I'm not interested in It's a habit where I'm like, all right, I'm going to unfollow you. And I've, there's been people I've unfollowed and then followed again later because I've come across them somehow. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a matter of curating your feed to be what you want. So it's like, I'm going to have because a of the real estate on the feed because it takes up so much more real estate than that tweet. No, I'm, I think it has more to do with the, the amount um, that they that everyone posts it's like mm-hmm. for example like I'm not going to stop following Instagram models I like looking at that so it's like I just it's a matter well, pump of making, the brakes I didn't say I, I unfollowed all of them it's a matter I just said that like I was at a Starbucks and I was looking at Instagram and it looked like I was looking at porn for a second sure. and I'm like I gotta, the, I gotta the do something about this the amount of times I've left a comment I guess well, I guess more it's tweet I'll tweet it uh, Jessica Negri all the time mm-hmm. like Jesus Christ you know I follow her on Instagram it's the same thing of like oh yeah we'll get, oh, gee, well, fast, right. fast forward I'll come back fast. to this yes. but fast forward through while I'm in this not when I'm at church yeah. yeah no so I, I think but that's the thing though <laughs> so you just gotta make sure that your your feed is how you want it to look like this mm-hmm. one guy I follow his name is S1000 so S1000 and his whole thing is he just goes around the world and takes like Ooh, beautiful nature taking yeah. photos that's really cool and it's like that's awesome to see that come up but i mean again i'm not hating on the the models because it's like that's what they do every day they're telling a story it's like this guy's crafting a story of like i'm not hating on me either i'm not saying that it's just t- toward a certain extent i find myself like uh, i get into a weird rut where if i if i follow too much of the same kind of thing i feel like sure you know i'm just I'm like i'm going down this road i don't need to go on that road i've done that too where i was yeah i, I you know I don't know if Jessica was the first cosplayer I followed, but I started following a couple cosplayers and then just found other cool cosplayers through them. Mm -hmm. And then it was all of a sudden where they were, they, they, you know, it's like one of those things on the weekend in LA, they go out and take all these shots and I was just getting like the same thing. I had to start unfollowing a few of them so that I didn't have a feed that was the same. Cause you're right. Cause it's curation, right? It's like, I, it is about having that balance. Whatever that balance is shifts depending on what your likes and dislikes are, which, which shift as well. Um, but it's also awesome when, like I, Sean Finnegan turned me on to uh, uh, following Emmanuel Lubeski, who is uh, Webster. He was Webster. No, he's not. Uh, he's a cinematographer that shot. I think he shot the Revenant. Is he the one that did everything in widescreen? Like all his pictures are widescreen. Uh, I'm not sure. It probably because that's it's that's whoever that but is. I he, think it's him. It's a beautiful feed. Like he takes like most of his feeds are just like uh, whoever he's taking a picture of looking directly into the camera. But what's fascinating is like. As you start to follow him, he'll start to work on projects and then you'll see like a shot of Leonardo DiCaprio from the set of The Revenant, like looking at at the camera in character and it's haunting. And then you'll see an actual like Native American that he like he found because they were on location there. And that person's like, you know, 
is an actual Native American. And you'll see, and it's just, it's really cool because he blurs that line between like what is his art and what is that, like what is film. It, it's hard to describe, but look him up. He's pretty yeah. awesome. I mean, Instagram is so, there's so much you can do with it. And I think that it's, you know, as we've said many times in the show that like it, everyone uses it. It's like because it's part of Facebook and stuff, everybody has an Instagram, especially if you're under 25, like that's just an account that you have. And I think that the way that it's used, that it's so easy to like and give feedback and the like actually means something on it where it's like, that is enough. You don't need to leave a comment. Um, I feel like a lot of like Twitter, like the, the favoriting, yeah, it's something, but like you really do need to respond it to like have that ha- mean anything of significance. Sure. Um, I feel on face or on Instagram, the, the like the double tap so easy to do. And I also like that it's built in a way to kind of your Instagram feed says who you are. Like it's, very similar to BuzzFeed in that those lists are shared because people relate to the headlines that are on those lists. And that's why they get a million views is because people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm a 90s kid, so I'm going to share this with my friends. And Instagram is way easier to, to share content by tagging people, you know, so you post an image mm. and every picture I post, the majority of the comments are at this person, at that person, at this person, because they're just they want them to see like they want their friends to see mm-hmm. whatever. It's like me and Kevin will post a picture of. Outback of us at Outback eating and then everybody posts their friends like this is us man you know it's like me and my friend eat here like that type of shit mm-hmm. I think that that's it's a really it's not that it's entirely unique but I think that Instagram owns that you know tag your friend that this reminds you of yeah, and yeah. Then you do that and it that's how you grow on Instagram in a in a, in a dynamic way I want to see your three most recent people in your feed I want to see your three most. I don't want to see mine. I just looked and yeah, I was like, no, I want to see it. I want, go right. on. I'll do it to you. Call and break All out right. your thing. I don't have my phone. Okay. I, I try not to bring my phone in here anymore. We do. Oh shows. God. All right. So who, who is this? Well, you're no laughing idea. already. Okay. I have no idea. Just some model. You Someone phone? I found. That's fine. Across. Some model. You found. Oh, same, same person. You're right. Right. Well, then why wouldn't you want that? That's a great one. Some woman with a blow up doll. She's like a workout model. Okay. God bless her. She's jacked. Okay. He's fine. Don't worry. And then. No, that's all I wanted. I wanted your three. I wanted your three. Who's this? Just the same thing? Girl. So how do you, so these are just things, are you doing the discover tab too that you're finding and then doing it? I, to be fair, I have no, I have no idea. I have no idea how I came across any, it has to be the discover tab, right? You think so? I won't think. All right. Here's, here's mine. So it's Kitty Plays from Twitch. Okay. It's Kitty Plays again Mm because she's just spamming. It's kind of funny, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's amazing. To be fair, Kevin is amazing on Instagram. Instagram was made for Kevin. That's true. That's true. Now he's just stealing some of my photos, which I'm not a big fan of. Am I getting Snapchat's credit? Snapchat's made for Kevin. No, I'm not. No, Kills no I don't there. follow him. And US. That's a sponsored thing. Oh, okay. Simone. Yeah. So again, all people I know. There's Mizzou. Look at this kid. Shows Mizzou. Don't. Don't. That's a bad look for that kid. Yeah. He. Well, he too late for him. He's, he's gonna learn. Uh, that's Lennon and Maisie official. Oh, nice. Lennon and Maisie, of course, from the hit TV show Nashville. <laughs> Nashville. Yeah. Starring Lennon and Maisie. <laughs> that's how it's branded and yeah. what people talk about let me see your t- what are your top three what do you got here I got the the girl that helps Alexis edit videos okay I got Daryl XOXO oh right a kind of funny is, best friend yes the one the, the girl that you might have seen if you follow us on Twitter that wore the oh she, fresh out of the shower fresh out of the shower kind of funny uh, aerobics. aerobics championship mm-hmm. shirt and one the one and only KF Moriarty hey yeah. what a column post What's his last post? Well, yeah, we're doing our three. Okay. Oh, the last things we posted or the last people we followed? Open your feed and what were the the three most recent things what we were doing? It could include one of your posts also. It doesn't matter. totally wrong. No, it's fine. Um, Mine was 
a picture of the the puppies that I live with. Sure, the puppy feetsies. The puppy the puppy puddle that got me. Um, my a bunch of Chinese food that I, I ordered mean, with a cup that says right. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my cup. I like it. And then uh, fan art of us doing the That's rooster great. teeth. Yeah, let's play live thing. Okay. The the one thing that I will say that I you know because I I often am self am self deprecating with technology like and just being like I don't really understand this stuff I kind of just do my thing. What I'm realizing I think and I I, I do want to because I it's self congratulatory I guess but it's just really a revelation is that I think I'm way better at social media than I thought mm-hmm. and like well you're a character well I was gonna say what gave it away your huge following and fan base well no because you? well because like on Twitter I have like 121 thousand followers I think right now I probably have closer to 200 thousand if I was like actually like vanilla and like wasn't political and like just didn't because I like when Romney ran I lost thousands and thousands of followers like I would just say whatever the fuck I wanted but I, I've said in the past like I think what's fun about me doing social media and not really caring about who I'm offending or like who I'm engendering support from is that like I really just have a ride or die group of people like that just you do that's just like people. you're the fast and furious of Twitter well no what I'm saying is like a, a person I don't think casually follows me because like I'm probably abrasive to a lot of people that are just looking for something that's fun or uplifting when I'm just like tweeting random ass shit about, I don't, I barely tweet about video games, you know? So it's, uh, so on Instagram, what I tried to do was, cause I wanted to get Instagram to really like being able to interact with family, to be able to interact with like Aaron and other people in like a different and more dynamic way. It's the same reason why I got Snapchat, but I only really use it to like talk to like three people. I've never like put a story up or anything like that. I want to be, I want to be Snapchat. And, um, but I send like random things to people. And on I wanna, Instagram, I what I realized is like, I'm just going to do like whatever, pics, yeah. whatever I, yeah, dick pics. Uh, slow jerk picks like just do whatever and so like what I've been trying to do is just like I put a lot of picture videos of me just playing guitar and bass up which people seem to like and just like kind of just not really trying to craft a narrative but really just try to do whatever yeah and um, I think it's working in an interesting way which wasn't really ever my intention because I always kind of assumed you have to kind of think about this stuff in a little, a little more carefully you know, and stuff and I'm like no, no I'm not really thinking about it not. my Instagram following is like kind of getting big and I think that that's that's just funny to me because I was just like I don't know this doesn't seem like a Colin centric or Colin friendly that's that's um, the thing I've been saying forever it totally is it's like it only isn't if you say it's not it's like all Instagram is is just pictures and whatever writing you want like why wouldn't you be good at that yeah that's so obvious I feel like it's I feel like for me it's the people I follow it's just uh, an opportunity for their to for them to share a little bit of their lives with me and that's what I think is very powerful about that platform is like when I when I look up to certain people in the industry like The Rock or like Joe Rogan. And when I follow them, it's just a little bit of insight into what they're doing that day. It's pretty cool. It's cool to see what they're up to. You know, it's cool to, that they decided to let you in on on whatever's happening in their life for that day. And I think that's the power of it. It's like, unlike Twitter, which, you know, people use, everyone uses everything for different reasons, but you use it to be a little more political, a little bit more polarizing. Um, Instagram, you choose to use to be just put up something fun for someone to yeah, just enjoy I, for a second. That's the thing is I tried to Like originally I was like kind of sending some of my Instagram posts to Twitter. I was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that anymore. The like Instagram is just a different look for me. Like it's just like more of a day to day kind of thing. Whatever. But sometimes I forget to use it. I'm trying to use it once a day, but then sometimes I just yeah, forget. I forget. Like I'll go on it every day to look at other people's pictures, but I forget I should be using it. Yeah. You know, so I like, like, you know, I like some, I like, you know, some of the accounts I really like to follow that I think people should follow that are not my family or friends. It's like national geographics really good. Um, they amazing pictures. NASA is a really good one to follow. Mm-hmm. And I find that the sports teams I follow or I like, like the Jets and the Islanders are really good on there as well. And so I'm sure that that's probably pretty ubiquitous because social media is getting pretty savvy with sports teams, especially on Twitter. Like some of the, some of the guys on Twitter are fucking hysterical. Like the Columbus blue jackets account, which is a hockey team. They're mm-hmm. like fucking hilarious. They're like ridiculous. And like people, um, it seems like people are getting more of that, like the more gregarious kind of like nature of, 
of which is how good to do this kind of stuff. But I, I just I'm trying I bet to. What happened in the 80s and 90s, right? They never would have let someone speak for the company that way in that tone. No, and like in funny gifs and yeah, like, it never would have happened. And emojis like and stuff Bell. like that's so funny, dude. Genius, but like it's 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 a crazy time we live in that that, that that's actually allowed. And that there's power in actually letting people have a little bit of personality behind a brand. Like Sonic the Hedgehog's Twitter account. That shit's fucking hilarious. Have you seen this shit? I see his Twitter account. Yeah, oh like my the, god, it's it's he's talking shit to people. He's and, talking so much shit. It's awesome. It is funny. So like, I, I guess like and the putting thought into the Instagram thing to me is like putting as little thought as possible and just being like honest. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of yeah. like my whole thing is just like. You know, like I'm not saying people are disingenuous on Twitter, or whatever, but I feel like people censor themselves to not offend people, and or like. Um, and so on Twitter, that's kind of the way I am. But on Instagram, it's just more like, well, this is me playing the police on bass because that's what I'm doing right now. And I think it's funny, you know, Which so song? Like, walking on the moon, okay. not synchronicity, not synchronicity. Synchronicity is a little harder to play. Synchronicity one or two. Either one, one synchronicity. One is pretty hard to play on bass, but okay. I can probably do it. I have to look it up. We'll work on that after the show. Okay. We'll Instagram it. I didn't know you liked synchronicity. That's a, that's a police album. That's the last police I played album. it in marching band. That's why. We covered, we covered, we did a whole police year. Like it was a year of just the police. And I think we did the synchronicity. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was hoping you'd play me out. You, you should on? follow all of us on Instagram at Tim Gettys, at KF Moriarty, at Game Over Greggy, at Nick underscore Scarpino, yeah. and at Kind of Funny Kevin. Yeah, and, and at Kind and, of Funny Vids. And yes, at Kind of Funny And thanks for, uh, thanks for making me feel welcome there. It's been fun and surprising. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. Good. Yeah, no, in a great way. In a great way. Yeah, that you. topic was brought to you by Squarespace. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code kind of funny, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase. Building a website can be tough, and even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time consuming affair. Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professional designed regardless of skill level no coding required not only does squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy to use tools to create your websites with squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability and you know you can trust squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust them too if i'm lying i'm dying i'm pretty sure instagram.com is built on squarespace i don't know about that no no because it's beautiful Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if you're making a where, where you're going with that. Why does it look like it just looks like a Squarespace template? Yeah, it's a bad joke. It's all a bad. Sorry, joke. you threw you threw me off to, to begin with with the online. I'm dying. I don't know why you're trying to make that your catchphrase. I want it to end. It's a good one. I hate it's it. Terrible. I hate it's it. Terrible. It's a good corny dad. It's like when you tried. It's like when you tried to make scumbags a thing, and we were just like, no, I'm sorry. It's a good corny We let you go 99 percent of the time. We're gonna have to throw the kibosh on scumbags. We're gonna have to throw Everybody, I need you in the comments below this YouTube video. Do you like if I'm lying? I'm dying. Nick, we built kindoffunny.com, the original. We did. On Squarespace. I love Squarespace. It's yeah. a very, very uh, versatile and easy to use platform. I like how it Highly says recommend it. in the brackets. Yeah. Personal anecdote. About building a website. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's what we did. It, it's true. When we went to pick, we had, uh, of course, in t- typical kind of funny fashion, we uh, we left ourselves like a day to build a whole website. Right. I easy. Like, we could totally do this. And I think I went to a couple other uh, vendors to do it. And I'm like, this is really hard. And then I was like, well, let's give the Squarespace thing a chance. And it actually was, I was able to figure it out and pick it up and design our site that you guys saw for the first year of our existence in like a day. 
Less than a day, probably. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support to build a beautiful website. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code KINDAFUNNY to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for us. Kind of funny. Squarespace. There is no more tagline. Build it, beautiful. <laughs> if, you, if you're lying, you're dying. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com slash kindoffunny and enter for code kindoffunny to save $3 on any new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other. Best friends do that around the unboxing of each month's crate. And they guarantee more than $40 of value in every crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Every month there's a different theme and all the items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. The onslaught of big summer blockbusters makes May the perfect time to celebrate some pop culture's unstoppable, relenting, and unbeatable characters and objects. Yep, unbeatable objects. We've got something you can carry, something for your kitchen, and a cool figure to go with our monthly tea and pin. Featuring two Marvel items plus Warcraft and Dragon Ball Z, no one crate should have all this power. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, Jackie T, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash kindoffunny and enter for code kindoffunny to save $3 on your new subscription today. Tim. Yes. What's your topic? So I'm going to throw it back to you, Greg. It's a topic from Patreon. That's right. Chris. Mm. How do you pronounce his last name? Zavalos? Zevalos. Zevalos. Chris Zevalos mm-hmm. supported us over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Get his topic right in the air. And here it is. How would the kind of funny team deal with family loss or finding out a person you know has been diagnosed with a possibly terminal disease? Obviously, everyone focuses on the sick person, but it can really take a toll on the people around them. I recently heard Brian Altano's mom was recently diagnosed, so I looked to Brian to see how he handled the situation in a very public manner due to his job. It must have been difficult, but he also seemed supported by a great community. My story is on the GoFundMe. I'm sorry. My story is on GoFundMe.com slash Gloria. And I'm sorry. Zelos. Is that how you said it? Zevalos, I would say. Z-E-V-A-L-L-O-S. My mom actually passed away since the last time we spoke. It's destroyed our family because of the nature of my family. Basically, everyone is at each other's throats. I'm trying to cover all the costs to reel everyone in. It's been difficult. Uh, This is from Chris, of course. He had reached out originally with this topic because he wanted to surprise his family, his mom, to go to the GoFundMe site to support her treatment. She has since passed away, so the GoFundMe site has turned into a memorial for his mom to pay for bills, her service, and everything else. So, of course, we encourage you, if you can, to go throw a few bucks that way. But this is one of those things I think about all the time because I'm getting older, which then I'll stop and be like, oh, fuck, my parents are getting older. Mm -hmm. What is going to happen when inevitably something bad happens? You know what I mean? And I don't mean like shark attack i mean they, they get and i don't mean cancer I, you know what i mean anything i had cancer but you know when one of those events happens for them what is my reaction i assume it's that i'm gonna have to i'm gonna tear up stakes and go out there for as long as it takes but what if it is like my cancer was right where it's like a six months process i don't know how i'm gonna deal with that now in terms of how i deal with it emotionally i would deal with it very much the same way brian's doing with his mom where he's throwing himself into his work into the comedy but into ig and being public about it right because that's all we know how to do that's who mm-hmm. we are 
Sorry, you threw me off when you said your, your parents might die of a shark attack. In Lake Superior, wherever the fuck it is. <laughs> Lake <from>. Michigan. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what a way to go. They go. Mom was just on a cruise. You're telling me a fucking shark couldn't have jumped out of the water. Big old Jamie Kennedy onto on the cruise? deck. Yeah, the carnival, whatever the fuck it was. And they just started thrashing around, gets her. She's over there trying to enjoy a shrimp cocktail. Possible. getting the Where did, where did big old Jamie Kennedy go? Uh, down south to Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Oh, I, I think. Mexico. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Lots right. Lots of sharks there. Mexico. I, Mexico. I think about this subject a lot, actually, because um, uh, same reason, right? My parents are almost in their seventies, and they're thank God, knock on wood, both happy and healthy. Um, but every once in a while, my mom will tell me something, and I'll, like the, it was like six months ago. She was like, "Well, you know, I went in for this this surgery, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty major surgery." I don't want to get into details to, you know, I want to respect her. Head transplant. It was a head transplant. It was actually a head and a foot transplant at the same time. They were there. They put her under. They're like, we got to do them both. Um, We went in to check on your foot. There's a problem with your head. We we did them both. Uh, But no, she just kind of casually was like, oh, well, you know, I just got out of the hospital. I I did this thing. It's not a big deal. And I was like, what? Wait, you had surgery? Like, like they put you under and you had surgery? She's like, yeah, but it wasn't a big deal. I was like, but you got to fucking tell me these things. Like, yeah. Where have we gone wrong in our life that you don't feel like that? I at least I should at least get a call and the guilt trip for not being there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like I expect mm-hmm. that, right? Catholic guilt for sure. Yeah, the Catholic guilt. Like, where the fuck have I have I been? Have I put up that big of a fortress between us um, that you don't feel that you can do that to me anymore? Because it still works. Um, and I actually have communicated that to her, thankfully, and she has heard it and now calls me more often, which I like. To and guilt we had, you. Yeah, gotcha. it's great. Well, so she either calls me to guilt me. I mean, this is this is our relationship, and this you know it's 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 endearing because she either calls me to guilt me or she either calls me to talk shit about my brother. Both interesting on their in their own right, but I prefer the one where we talk shit about my brother. Of course, it's just super fun. But she, because I, I know she does the same thing to me with Matt. Of course. So when, when she called Matt, like, your sons. brother did this thing and didn't invite us or whatever, and I was like, eh, whatever. Um, but I thankfully have not had to had to deal with that. But I've I've watched my dad go through um, losing my grandmother Scarpino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know my grandfather; he died when I was one. But my grandma Scarpino went, and she was the matriarch of that side of the family, um, and in some way, kind of was the crazy glue that sure. held it all together emphasis on the crazy yeah so when she was not that 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 sort of cornerstone anymore uh or keystone rather uh it all just everyone started being becoming an interesting little kind of monstrous version of themselves sure. with my dad with my dad and his parents and not my dad specifically but with his uh his relatives and not not nothing bad but it was normal it was a stuff. this person's gone it all of this stuff is happening now how do we react to this and they reacted kind of negatively and it kind of put a little bit of a dent in the relationship with all the families i think we've since um then been able to rectify it but it's it's hard because no. there's a lot of real shit that goes into that too. and that's the big thing i mean when i think about like my parents getting older or whatever i think about being a kid and watching them deal with their parents mm-hmm. you know what i mean who never no one ever moved out of the dupage county you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they were all right there everybody's a, what a 10 minute at max car ride away grandma yeah. miller of course living down the street we've already covered this if i'm lying back kills uh, girls no raccoon she didn't kill it just trapped it Fuck but it i mean up. like she was right down there you know what i mean and then eventually moved downtown and then like mm-hmm. my mom's folks lived downtown Glen Ellen as well and stuff like it was everyone was right there and that's when you start getting to the point of like i remember those days of you know uh, having the ambulance have to come to Poppy and Grandma's, which were you yeah. know um, yeah. Grandma and Grandpa Kennedy and all this stuff, but it, like that people were able to be there like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. mine's always like, "Fuck, when's it gonna happen? When is something bad gonna happen?" Where I'm like at PAX or whatever, and we're doing some stupid fucking panel, and I come off and I'm like, "Gotta go." Every, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, See you guys. I I don't know when I'll be back or what's happening. Bye. Yeah, it's never convenient. I mean, when my grandmother passed away, she'd been ill for a while. She um had had some. 
think she had a couple bypass surgeries, like more than one should have, I think, in their life. She didn't take the the best care of herself toward the end of life. The doctor would tell her to stop eating so much salt and go for a walk every once in a while. She basically told him to go fuck himself. Um, I like her. Oh, yeah. She was like, I don't care. Like straight up like, oh, whatever. And, but the doctor's like, you're going to die. She's like, eh. I, uh, you are too, doctor. She died fucking eating pizza and like. No, she did just, really? Oh, no, I mean like she. <laughs> <laughs> not, not literally, no. But to the day she died, she never once. <laughs> right, she didn't really go. Right. Yeah. Be hilarious. <laughs> the, she actually ended up um, fighting with a pizza guy. He killed her. Um, <laughs> yeah. While she's eating, he's like, pay me. And then it's just like, Fist the cuffs. He, he lost a leg. It was a whole ring roll. Um, but no, but like, but, but. That was that was really. I mean, I remember getting a call saying like your grandma's in the hospital, and I was like, "Oh, this is not. It's gonna be fine." And yeah. then, but it was like the tone of my dad's voice was like, "This is this is it." And I'm like, "This is weird. This is the first time I've confronted this." Because even when I was young, my mom lost her mother, um, but I was I was very young, and I just remember my mom crying a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't. I didn't really. I was too young to really sure. register what was happening. But this was the first time I'd seen another thing that would stayed with me forever, which was my my when my dad's mom died, my grandmother died. Um, she was in the hospital, came out of the hospital and I had a call like, a couple weeks later that she'd passed and it was like, oh, that it was really sad. But then I remember seeing it hit my dad mm. and I've never seen my dad cry before yep. and that fucking tore me apart yeah. and him and then seeing her, um, her brothers because it, she has a couple brothers that were still alive and they're well into their eighties at this point crying as well and facing that and you seeing them face that their, their own mortality and understanding that they like outlived their sister who was the younger version. You know, there's a lot of emotion that goes yeah. into that. And so it becomes very, very, very real for you. And then somehow through these beautiful brains of ours, we just decided to, we just kind of shut it out because we have to, right? You can't, you can't think about your death every day of your life. Or can um, I? Oh, you can trust me <laughs> now. Uh, I've said this in the past and I hate talking about it, but like, you know, if you were to count the 20 people in my family closest to me or whatever, like, so, like, my siblings, my parents, my uncles and aunts, like, my cousins, like, everyone's still alive. And, like, the last time we lost someone that was, like, super close to me was my grandmother in 2004 and before that my grandfather in 1996. Um, and when my grandfather died, it was, like, a total polar shift for my family because he was the patriarch of the family, like, very Italian family, very Italian man. And, uh, you know, then his wife died. She kind of like went, you know, um, these, this is my mom's parents. Like she kind of just lost her will to live and just fucking went on for eight years and just went senile and had Alzheimer's and had no idea who anyone was just totally gave up. So it was like, that was like really sad, but like, I know that eventually like someone's number is going to get pulled and I hate to say that, like it could be mine. It could be like anyone's, but I'm like, but I like, I look and I'm like, fuck. This is what I was saying in the last thing where I'm like, I got to be better. Like, I don't know, like when this is going to happen and who mm-hmm. it's going to happen to. And I'm going to and, and all I know is that I'm going to be full of regret. And the last time it almost happened was my uncle, Mike, who I love to death. I, he's the guy I play fantasy football with. We're always texting back and forth. He's a he's a great man. He's a really great man. Um, he uh, he had a heart attack when I was in college and had, I think, quadruple bypass. Mm. And I remember going home to Long Island with my mom from Northeastern Jesus, to see him or whatever. Boy, what yeah. the fuck? And um. And I remember just, he was like stapled up like they like, and I I remember just hysterically crying and I remember feeling bad because my cousin Jamie, that's his only child, like was being way more composed than I was. And I was like, this is fucked up. Like, I'm not like, I don't think about this enough to like, to understand that this mortality issue is going to like come and nip us in the butt Mm -hmm. at some point. Um, and so I'm sad about it. like my parents are getting older and the one thing I know and I, you know, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to tempt fate, but it's just like, this is wood too. It, oh, okay. It's, it's like, I'm just trying to help wood, you. It's like, it wood, it's yeah. like, I assure you that is not if, if something, oak. if something happened to my mom or my dad, Fair I would point. be finished. 
for a while. Yeah, like would, absolutely while fucking too. finished. Especially, I love my mom and dad equally, but especially my mom because like of just the nature of a mother son relationship. Like sure. I'd be out of commission. Yeah, I'd be gone. Be, I'd be out of here for a few months, probably. Like gone. And like the the I just I've I said this to Aaron and and, and it, I guess it's morbid, but like I really want to go before like my parents do. <laughs> Like oh, I know I that that's like, I like, I, like I really like I re- and my siblings like if I, I can live if they can live into their like because of modern medicine all this, they can live to 100 and that gets me into my 60s cool like I'll I'll gladly not fucking bear witness to that fucking tragedy of like losing one of my parents because it's so terrible I saw what it did to my mom mm-hmm. you know and and um and it's 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 a sad thing my uncle Mike's um uh father just passed away actually as well and then that was it's it's, it's a it's a heartbreaking kind of thing um and so I try to remain cognizant of 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 that because it's kind of it's kind of a scary situation. And I I always I think I, saw, I talked about when we were talking about nine eleven at some point. Like I remember when my dad's best friend died in nine eleven. Um, Tommy, um, he was a fireman, and I remember his daughter. Um, she he was buried. Um, he was the last one to get buried because they never uh, the three forty three because he never found they never found his body. Um, so this was in two thousand two, and uh, I remember his daughter was my age and we had known each other like kind of in a cursory way but whatever and i remember her hysterically crying in the church or whatever and i was like depending on the situation in the day or whatever because everyone in the firehouse died that day that was on duty like that could have just been me yeah and so i realized at that point with my father specifically that i dodged many a bullet that i never even thought of as a kid because yeah. he was gone and he could have died any given day you know, as anyone could, but I mean, he was putting himself well, in danger. He himself in danger, yeah. Like over and over again. And so, I've just kind of counted my blessings that everyone's healthy and everyone's good. But the same thing, my mom does the same thing to me, and I feel bad because my mom, who listens to the show, hi mom, she like she busts my balls a Big lot because pain. I don't I don't talk to her enough, and I really don't. And she's like, I just want to hear from you, and I just like want to talk to you. And I'm like, I just don't know what you. Like, we said about this, like I, I just feel like I'm fucking boring. Like I don't have anything no, to say. But at the same time, it's like that. I would maybe like it comes to time when I'm never able to talk to her again, you know, like, and, and, that was, and that's that was like my thing, man. It's like, it's like almost bringing tears to my eyes. It's like heartbreaking. It's like, Jesus, like what's wrong with me? You know, like, I like dude, like two weeks ago, I no. straight up called my parents and I was like, you guys need to call me more straight up. And they were like, yeah, well you told us not to call. I was like, well, fuck me from, from like two years ago. <laughs> like I know I was busy and I was an asshole back then, but you guys need to call me once a week. Like you're my parents. You need to call me once a week done. And they have. Yeah. And it's good. But to your point earlier, like, I don't really have that much to say that they can really relate to me on because they know we run a business. They know we're successful. They know we're happy, which is all that really matters. When I start getting into the intricacies of, like, what it means to, like, be a part of, you know, the Rooster the family or any of that stuff, they, they don't know. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But ultimately, they just kind of want to hear what's happening in your life and they want to tell you what's happening in their life. And that's it. And it, like, it's a 15 minute conversation that I feel so much better about having every week now. Mm. Um, unless my dad starts talking about taxes, in which case I want to fucking shoot myself in the head because it's an hour and a half long tax code conversation where I'm like, I put the phone down, bake a cake, watching porn. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, it's, it's, so how would I prepare for it? I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think you ever prepare for that. I just no. know, I just know what I would be like when it, like when I lose someone that's close to me, I've just, I've. God, it's like so I hate saying it, but you have to verbalize it like it's just I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. You know, so, so far. And but we are all getting older and this luck will not last. You know, so yeah, that's the scary thing about it is just like, man, like I, I kind of just want to go before any of these fucking people. And it's so selfish. It's like such a it's like actually the most profoundly 
selfish thing you can possibly feel is to be like, I so want to avoid this that I want to die before any of you. Oh yeah, wait till get <laughs> married. Know, like, wait till get married, and that that sentiment is like tenfold. Like we, I kid my wife about it, but I'm deadly serious. I'm like, I'm going way before you, way before you. Like I don't even want. I just want. If there's any hint that you might be sick, I might just be like, just put one. Jesus. Have Kevin come up and put a twenty. She's like, I just had head. the flu. Like, well, can't handle it. Can't handle it because I, I just I, I, don't, I don't think flu. I do well with that. And I also don't know. The only, the only thing that would break my heart about my parents is that they're still together, and so I don't know which one would be worse if one went if my dad went first or my mom. Like, mm. it would just be bad because yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad, I don't think is capable of. I mean, he's he can he's obviously a very competent and smart human being, but like, I just don't know that he'll take care of himself very well. And my mom, I think, as much shit as she talks about my dad, really loves him. Of course. And, like, they have to, like, she just, that's, it's her partner, you know? Yeah. And, like, there's, after, it's it's weird now having that perspective when you're 36 and going, like, well, if, God forbid, my wife one day was to say to me, you know what, this is just not working, I don't want to do this anymore, it would be, it would crush me, but I would, ba- I would be able to bounce back. Right. But when you're 70. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're gonna go to the discotheque, your local your local club, <laughs> discotheque. You know, you're gonna find something from your. It doesn't exist anymore. There's no. There's, you can't do that. Like, this is your partner. This is this person's been with you your entire life. Yeah, exactly. And this is and and when they go, there's no getting that back. That's that takes a piece of you with them, and you gotta. You just have to go after it eventually. That's what happened to my grandma. They were married 52 years, and it was just like, it was over. She was done. Like she was done. It was yeah. incre- it was incredible to watch as a kid. Like I was like, this is my grandfather died. She was normal for like two weeks, and then it was over. And I never had a conversation with my grandma for eight years after that. And that, that like happens. she had, had no idea who I even was. That was the, when I, I was think like, what back, the fuck happened? You were fine. When I think of my yeah. mom's folks dying, that's what I think of. Like her mom, her mom went first. My grandmother went first, or whatever. And I remember on the way out, my grandfather he was already in a wheelchair, or whatever. He had uh, you know he was dealing with lung cancer and emphysema and all that stuff. And I remember him grabbing the casket and leaning in to kiss her goodbye and said he'd see her soon. And like that was like. And it was like him giving. I mean, he's you know he was stuck around for a long time. Yeah. Ate some potpourri. It's another story for another time. But like, I think you know, he told that story. I love that story. <laughs> it's a good story. So that's like one of like our family stories or whatever. Those <laughs> chips tasted terrible. What chips? The chips you put on the coffee. This is my him after he moved in with my aunt. My aunt's like anybody caught chip? She even you mean the potpourri? Like, <laughs> you ate potpourri, <laughs> grandpa? Why did you eat the whole bowl? <laughs> um, although I will say this, my 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 wife's grandmother, who was uh, her husband's passed away a long time ago, has a boyfriend. Mm. So there is there is. You can well, that's kind the thing. of continue I mean, that. Like a companion. She's happy. Yeah, I mean, they're like, I don't know what they do. I don't really want details you on want it. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I'll I find don't out. want that. But apparently that's a thing, by the way. Yeah, nursing homes. Nursing homes, like, they're like the Olympic uh, campus. Like, people are just ravaging each other. Nice. Like, what do you got to lose? <laughs> what do you care? Why don't they have anything to lose at the Olympic campus? It's like the Olympic campus. They have nothing to lose. Well, those are two separate statements. It was like the Olympic campus, period. They have nothing to lose, period. Um... Why do you? Is just because everybody's so hot? You think at the Olympics are all like athletes? Apparently, that's what they say. Yeah. That's what I've heard. That's that's the rumor in the campfires that everyone's so incredibly fit and good looking, and they're yeah. all hopped up on like a, on endorphins and steroids, and probably well, we don't know steroids. We don't want to start rumors, but yes, steroids. Um, Michael Phelps already cleans up, or did? Oh, I guarantee he Michael did. Phelps, Phelps taking bong rips. The, I there man, I've fun. never been more disappointed in a human being than when that photo surfaced and Michael Phelps was like apologized for it. I would have just come up and be like, yeah. That was me smoking weed, and I've won like eighteen Olympic gold medals. How you doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you think I care about these endorsements? I'm a millionaire. Fine. Yeah, you just show the picture of him with those eighty medals around his chest, and then just another picture that's just his middle yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was actually shitty. I don't know. Is that is it? 
illegal to smoke weed when you're on in uh, the Olympics? I think you can test positive for it. Yeah, I don't Probably. know, if, but I know, in, fact, in most sports they don't test you for weed, though, right? No, they do in football. Yeah, NFL people does, get yeah. people get suspended for like four games and then a what about whole baseball? year. The baseball, I don't baseball, know. Baseball, you can smoke on the mound. <laughs> Hold on. Well, there's that whole famous. There's that whole famous thing. It was the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? Where the guy threw a, whole, a complete game shutout or something high on. Uh, he was on acid. There's a there's a thirty that. for thirty. Awesome. There's a thirty for thirty about it. Oh wow. I, uh, I think. Yeah, what about kinda? like what the I, I'll I'll look into it. Or whatever. Like, awesome. It was like one of the great pitching. It was like one of the great pitching performances of all time. But he was like totally fucked. Like the entire time in the zone, man. Just focused. Was mm-hmm. able to get in touch with that. That's crazy. I'll look into that. This is like the one topic that I I like. I have so much trouble even speaking on yeah. like it's yeah. so close to home in such a way that like it there's nothing that gets me more emotional in this in a bad way like it's it's weird because I, I feel like I handle things well overall and um, when there's problems either I can solve them or I have people like Kevin to solve them mm-hmm. this is like the one thing that's been an, it's the issue of my life is my parents health and my brother's well-being. And it's like dealing with that over the 26 years I've been alive has always been the one thing that I have absolutely no control over. And it's very difficult when I can't just do something or not do something or put myself in a position that will help. And it's I I feel like it's the same advice you give someone that's just going through any type of hard time where it's just just do the best you can, you know, be you. And mm-hmm. like, that's how you handle it. It's just be the best you that you can be. Yeah. And because I, I, you need to realize what you can't control, and you need to just you can't control life. You control, you can re control how you react to life. You know, mm. and that's the that's something I learned a long time mm. ago, and it's just been like something happens, and you just need to allow yourself to feel the emotions that you feel, but like to remember that you got to keep moving forward because you can't let it destroy you because it will. Like if you mm. let that, if you let these things get to you, they're gonna get to you more than anything. Like. This this sounds stupid, but it's not a joke at all. Like in Lion King, when Mufasa dies, like that moment with Simba, like, oh my God, I can't even handle it right now. Like really that resonates with me in such a fucking way where I'm just like, damn, like Simba lost his dad, you know, mm-hmm. he's not coming back. That moment, every time I see it, it reminds me of my brother and just knowing that one day that's going to happen. And that scares me, you know, but it's like, I can't let that affect anything. I got to just... Like keep being me, keep doing good. My mom's the same way. Like my mom is old. My mom is not healthy. My mom is, you know, and uh, all I can do is make sure the kind of funny live is as good as it possibly can. Cause she's going to be at this one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. But, uh, just do you skate better, skate better. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and toss us a few bucks to get exclusive access to each and every episode, get cool perks, and even see Nick naked. Nick, we gotta take photos of you naked and put them on the Patreon. Page. I like how you said goodies earlier. Yeah? That was that was good. I like that there's goodies on Patreon. Okay, I'll add them in there for you. Good. We've been putting up these behind-the-scenes things for the animated series. I got more for you. Oh, good. That's what I'm saying. All right, cool. If you have no money to give us, no big deal. Head over to YouTube.com slash kindoffunny, where we post the entire show topic by topic, day by day, until the entire thing goes up the following Friday. It's one big video in MP3. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.